like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. We have our drinks ready. Uh oh, what are you guys sipping on? I have a hard cider. I have a Sprite with tequila in it. Oh wow, that sounds very dangerous for this type of show. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already spilling. It's 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 problematic. That's good. My goal by the end of this is to get everybody um, crying and just loving everybody like Mark was at the end of the one he did. So, Yeah, I mean, this could either go crying in a good way, crying in a bad way, and you guys can decipher which is which. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. I mean, this is just a good time to hang out, have some drinks. There's no script. Uh, We This is the first time we've ever talked to each other, not via I am. See, this is... The, this is so interesting. So for like, are we, are we recording right now? I'm always recording, but I can. I I have this sheet here to take notes, and I can cut anything out. We're good. <laughs> well, I was wondering. I was like, so if if we're recording currently, listeners, this is um, a unique experience because this is yeah, this is legit our first time talking kind of in person and uh, <laughs> really getting to know each other. So this is like off the bat raw right now. Yeah. This is 2022. <laughs> this is pretty much the closest you get to meeting new people. Seriously. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. I think this is the fourth or fifth one of these I've done. Um, I, do you guys know two chicks in a horror flick? Those gals? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So thank goodness Felicia and I are pretty good friends. And I was like, would you mind being my guinea pig for this? And she <laughs> and I did one and had a blast. So we just I'm just going to keep rolling with it. I like it. I like it so far. It's like a chill ex- experience, experiment kind of. Mark said he liked it because generally, and you guys probably feel the same way, whenever we do our regular episode, this is generally based mm-hmm. around a movie. So we're like watching movies with, my, with our laptops, trying to take notes and pausing it. And then there's like a whole outline that we have to fill out of what we like, didn't like. And it's like, I just kind of want to sit down and talk. Yeah, I totally feel you on that because uh, I always... I like I like the podcasting uh pr- like process, but part of me is like I just wish I could just like no scripts, just like let's chill, talk about it. But I mean, realistically, I guess you have to make like a script and yeah. be kind of organized. Well, because when we don't have a script, our our episodes just go completely <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> like even when we have uh when we have other people on the podcast with us, literally the first like hour to an hour and a half is is like, oh, yeah. just chatting. Right. So if like cut most of it out anyway yeah we were like guys let's get serious <laughs> yeah like we're here to talk about a freaking movie here let's just <laughs> let's stop talking about ourselves so yeah i'm i'm 
that's kind of where these things came from. So again, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, of course. How many thank, episodes? Thank you for having us on. Yeah, no, I actually the Elm Street guys gave you a uh, very good recommendation. So they were like, you guys, Ooh. you got to get those guys on. So all right, yeah. Brooke and Mark, thank you so much, so much. If you guys are listening right now. <laughs> I'm sure. I, why? I'm sure they are. Right? They never. I don't know why I'm agency. treating this as this is live radio right now. <laughs> hey guys, this one's for you. <laughs> you know what's funny is we started. Um, so we started our podcast because of the whole COVID thing. Mm. I I generally travel for work. I wasn't traveling. The three of us hung out all the time, and then um, we were like, we should start recording this. So we started doing it, and. Um, I always tell everybody, like, please, whatever you do, don't go back and listen to our first, like, I don't know, 25 <gasps> episodes because they're so, they weren't terrible, but like, they're like so embarrassing. I I mean, listen, this is a story that we retell. Also, pardon uh, Cody, our dog is uh, going crazy right now with his uh, water bowl. Now you're so, good. <laughs> but we tell this story to everybody listen our first episode is and we're not gonna lie we covered happy death day i believe right we covered happy death day as our first episode and it was bad it's there's no structure <laughs> we didn't even know what we were talking about we at some point were like oh god we need to talk about the movie where are we we're not even yeah. like halfway through the the plot and it's already four hours long uh so that was rough and i managed to get it to like an hour and 30 minutes uh, surprisingly yeah somehow i mean because we that's a uh, we weren't really sure like how much we were going to break down each scene and there's so much to talk about with that movie if you really tried right so <laughs> and we did try <laughs> and that's that's how like the, the 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 like rough cut of the episode was four hours long one day we'll release our like director's cut of that, that uh. episode <laughs> whenever we release our like patreon that'll be like the raw like footage there there you um, go <laughs> but yeah no I, I, once we get really big that'll become like unlisted somewhere but it's still there if anybody wants to go listen that's the funny thing is like we have all this extra um recorded stuff that like because anymore i don't really cut anything out to be honest but when i first mm -hmm. when we first started it was like We'd record for like two, two and a half hours, and then I would spend like four or five hours editing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like excruciating. So then I like <laughs> came up with all these because I can, uh, I can play guitar, piano, uh, some other stuff, drums, but I Ooh. came up. So all the music in our episodes, I was like tired of editing out, like, because I have two kids and they run around and they're loud. And yeah. we have two dogs and a cat, and my wife and everybody. So we're, oh, it's like, boy. I'm like, I'm just going to get music and put it in the background behind us talking. And it took out like 98% of the crap I was trying to edit out. So uh, honestly, music, music is a lifesaver. I also, I dread the editing process. It's, it's the end product is worth it. It's like, awesome. Got it done. We release it. But editing is, oh my God. I always dread it. You, you know, I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, the episode is supposed to be, Ooh, this is insider exclusive. I'm sorry, guys. I am lazy sometimes. <laughs> and if, you know, I, I do forget and have to delay an episode, I didn't want to edit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm with you. I have it to where I can get, when we are done, I can sit at my desk and edit our episodes and I can generally have them scheduled in like 15 minutes. That's how much I've got it down, but we don't do video. You guys do video. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is where like we kind of miss our podcast because we are taking a little break from our podcast. We just did like the whole Scream franchise, except number five. And we were like, let's take a break because we're trying to 
get into the cycle of like giving each other breaks from from podcasting. Right. And I feel like we've seen in the world recently with podcasters like they need to take a break, you know, which is fair. You know, everybody needs to take a break. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get into into like a kind of like a routine there. Um, so then we focused on our YouTube channel, which is then it's like, OK, we're going to be on camera. We have to actually work at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. This yeah. is going to be where I, we can't just be like in whatever clothes and just chill it and talking like now we're like we're working for the camera there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if we we I don't think we'll ever do video because half the time we're hung over and we look terrible. <laughs> like we should not be on camera because we record like Sunday mornings and then um, sometimes if we have to we'll record like Tuesday afternoons, which generally Jess and Seth come over after work and I work from home if I'm not traveling. So it works mm-hmm. out well for me, but. Sunday mornings, I can tell when Seth walks in, it's like, oh boy, this is going to be. Oh my I'm God. I'm going to have to put him on my back and carry him through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We always, we have to give it up to one podcast that went on our show as our guests. They were uh, Destination 180. And our schedules just didn't align too well. And we had to uh record like around maybe it, we started 10 o'clock. we started at 10 o'clock 10 o'clock at night oh wow. and we we were talking just so much about the movie because we it was screen two so we were just going on and on and we love that stuff but i just felt so bad because we were like it's like past it's like 1 a.m right <laughs> on, now on a tuesday <laughs> night like it was not it was not that you're supposed to be up until 1 a.m so they're like yeah. mvps we gotta thank them for like sticking out with us oh good <laughs> on them dude my favorite i shouldn't say my favorite one of my favorite ones uh is one that i did so we've done so many now i think we're up to like 117 episodes and i've done like Jesus. a bunch of guest episodes um but Tawny from Two Chicks and Horror Flick, uh, mm-hmm. Felicia was sick or had something going on, so I filled in and we did Scream, which I don't know if you guys know a lot about us, but I, that's my favorite movie is Scream. Yeah. Uh, love the Scream franchise. I'm a, and that and Rob Zombie. So generally, I only get invited on other podcasts to talk about For Scream those movies. or Rob Zombie. And generally, people want to invite me on to argue about Rob Zombie. So, um, Wait, you're, yeah, you're a fan of the... Are you a fan of most Raw Zombie films or just like all of them? I love all of them. Now, I can see the flaws in some of them, but I'll still argue that they're good movies. I can argue either way. Yeah. I, I, I like a lot of his aesthetic. I mean, uh-oh, this feels like we're going to go down like a whole different path. <laughs> I hope I, so. I want you to finish your story, but I totally I totally get where, where you're coming from. I, I get his flaws, too. No, hang on. <laughs> we'll, we'll get right back to it. So Tani and I recorded Scream, and it was like two-plus hours long. She edited some of it out, I think. But then we proceeded to hang out on Zoom. It was mm-hmm. like a Wednesday or Thursday till like 2.33 in the morning, and I like polished off a bottle of tito she was drinking like bourbon straight but i tell you oh, what shit. i felt terrible the next day so i was like i am not doing that again but yeah i give it up to you guys oh my god see my drink of choice is tequila so mm. i kind of accepted my fate for tomorrow like i will have a slight headache in the morning it's fine and i have work it's fine yeah you'll be fine i put in like triple time so i've been working <laughs> like three weeks straight so i'm, I'm gonna work tomorrow obviously but uh, it may not be my best performance if you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, all right back to rob zombie one of my favorite Uh-oh. topics of conversation continue your thought please well no see i can't say i on record can't say uh, a solidified opinion about him and i think it goes for the same for you because we haven't seen his full repertoire of, of films you yeah. know um i think for you the main one was halloween the halloween remake right yes 
um, which I like certain elements of it. Okay. Um, it's not like the first on my rewatch, but it is like on a rewatch. Like I would rewatch it. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it was okay. I mean, I, I I'm sure that uh, everyone listening who's heard our podcast before knows that I, I'm not a horror movie aficionado. Um, yeah, he's not a hundred percent on, which is why the horror bandwagon is the name. He's not a hundred percent on the bandwagon when it comes to horror. So, okay. but I I really liked the original Halloween. It was one of the when we were getting me into horror movies. Yeah, it was one of the first ones that we watched, and I really enjoyed it. And I felt that Rob Zombie just really put his own spin on it, which is fine, but it wasn't really. It, it didn't really click with me for that reason, but it's it's not on it's not on my will not watch again list for sure. That's fair. That's fair. I I don't hate that um, <laughs> explanation. I and uh, admittedly I'm a, a Rob Zombie fanboy, so I think he does <laughs> no wrong. But I do like the elements that he added to it, and I've talked about it probably a combined like eight hours between Ooh. Elm Street and. Two Chicks and Horror Flick, they both had me on to talk about the yeah. original, or uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween, the remake, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like the psychological horror aspect of it that he brought into it, where you actually get to see why Michael does what he does, versus in the original, he's just the shape, this thing that walks around, and doesn't really have a rhyme or reason as to why he does what he does, mm-hmm. versus Rob Zombie's, where he is, you know, you see the mental state and the mental deterioration that that he brought it, into it along it, with the Rob Zombie factor of the, you know, the aggressive language, which I love. Um, yeah. Some of the nasty stuff that he does, which I I'm, I'm here for. So <laughs> it feels more true crimey because I actually almost prefer the original for, for the exact same reason is that like, I almost kind of like it more that Michael Myers is just the shape, you know, right. he, he don't really know why he's doing what he's doing. He just is, is out to kill everyone who gets in his way. Um, and, and while I love true crime, I almost, you know, I, I feel like that makes it, uh, uh, almost a better movie than, than, than the Rob Zombie remake where you almost end up sympathizing with Michael a little bit. In when you see Rob Zombies or in the original in Rob Zombies. Right. Totally agree. I, and full disclosure, I love the original also. So I don't, I, I love him for two different reasons. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that he humanizes Michael. And that's why I think that's why a lot of people disliked it. Um, but I also think, and I've said this a bunch of times, people are probably sick of hearing me say it, but I'm, I don't really care. Uh, they can turn off the podcast if they want at this point. But um, All right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, Great meeting you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like um, that movie was, was like a little too early for its time because of I think so yeah now yeah. like we're so I don't want to say we're used to it but it's it's something that we talk about regularly is mental health now right yeah I feel like when that movie came out that was something that you didn't really talk openly about or people even to some degree pretend it didn't exist right mm-hmm. it was oh yeah no that's that's an excuse for why you act that way when really people really do legitimately have mental health issues that have derived from when they were kids, like you see in that movie. So I yeah. often wonder if it came out later in an era where we talk more openly about this and it's more socially acceptable to um, talk about it. I think people empathize with it more now that it would have been taken differently, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe people just didn't like it. I th- I think it would have been taken 
differently. I kind of wish that he I, I feel like I read somewhere where he wasn't a fan of just like having to do like, OK, the middle part where it's like a recreation of the original one. Right. But um, that, that's where I was like, I wish he was able to kind of had his chance to create a like serial killer. Yeah. Uh, vibe. Like if it if you took Michael out of because everybody either wants the campiness of the uh, of the Michael Myers that they knew or the original just slasher killer. This one was more like, no, we're going to give you some heavy, heavy beats here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I'm I'm admittedly not a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. I prefer Scout and Rob Zombies for different reasons. But I mean, Ooh, that is a hot take. I just, oh I can't, I can't do it with Jamie Lee, man. She's terrible in that movie. Like, uh, okay, I have said this before. <laughs> um, listen, I love Jamie Lee Curtis as an actress. I think mm-hmm. she's done a lot of great work. Um, but when it comes to like the final girl, I feel like she, she's usually at everyone's top list. Like that yes. is kind of like the popular thing for me. She's not. She, when I was younger, she was at the top. But she, over the years, has kind of gone down when I've seen more like Sydney Prescott and Nancy Thompson, who like are like, for me, oh, and Aaron from yes. You're Next, who I wish they would continue movies from. Yeah. But like, um, these girls, I feel like were so smart. And if you take like Laurie Strode from the first movie, she really doesn't do that much um, in that movie. Like, right. she she does have some iconic moments, but like, eventually... She kind of just runs away and is scared. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what the final girl is. I just I guess I've now grown to like have someone who does fight back a little bit. More, right. You know, which I guess that's what she does in the recent movies now. Yeah. Like I love her in H2O and I love her in 2018. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. St- I don't know how you guys thought about Halloween Kills, but what a hot piece of trash that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that was not not the <laughs> best. <laughs> And I'd have to tiptoe because everyone like it was like, oh, the hard band and said like it's shit. They're shit. No, like <laughs> evil dies tonight is all I'll say. That's all I ever evil say. Evil dies that. tonight. And then the oh, bat. God. It's like, why are we got what? This bat didn't even make any sense. Like why he's like he grabs the bat and carries it around. Can we get some history on this bat? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? And then I don't seriously. Know. I I do want to go back though. Yeah, Scout Taylor Tom. Like great Scout Taylor Compton. Compton, there we go, there we go. Um, I don't, I don't know. There is one scene that kind of just takes me away. I don't know if you know it, but it makes me cringe. It just like makes me it doesn't make me cringe, but it makes me laugh every time I see it. Is uh-huh. when she does the um, uh, I don't know what the line is, but she takes the toast from her mom and she's like, ooh, ooh, like did you like? Oh, do you when remember she that? finger bangs the bagel. Oh yeah, yeah. When she finger bangs the bagel. Yes, yes, yes. That one. Yeah, I like uh, that scene. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. This is, we're we're getting a different Lori. That was like my first reaction when I first saw it. Yeah, I think she's shockingly different than the original Lori because the original Lori is really kind of uh, supposed to be nerdy and inexperienced, etc. Yeah. But then you get the the Rob Zombie version of Lori, who's very outgoing and um I made this comment on one of the episodes that I knew I went to school with people that acted like that around yeah. their family etc that it was a realistic um portrayal that a, a teenage girl had acted girls act some of them not all of them acted that <laughs> way but i don't want to speak for all teenage girls and get roasted on <laughs> fucking twitter um oh, but no <laughs> but um 
Yeah, and Felicia from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, she kind of pushed back and was like, I don't I don't know. And then Tawny was like, I Tawny and I around the same age. She was like, Yeah, I was that girl. Like Ooh, that's how okay. that's how like the, yeah. So it's like I I see both sides of it because it is a very different portrayal. I think you're right. I think it is realistically a, a teenage girl. I mean, I've also known friends like that who acted like that. So you know, I'm I'm not knocking her down for it. It's just that one moment. I'm just like, ooh, okay. <laughs> did not did not expect that. Uh, the other but, thing I mean, is hey- with Halloween the original. I really feel like it. Yeah, Lori's in it, and Lori's a, a predominant part of it. But I feel like um, it, that's really a Loomis Michael movie. Whereas Rob Zombie's yeah. version is really Lori. My it's it's Lori Michael. Yeah. Loomis is in it, but and yeah, we get a lot of Loomis. Um, where it shows that he really cared for Michael and and uh, you see all that backstory with him and Michael at the actual um, hospital. But I really feel like for the most part, once it kicks into that second uh, part of the movie, it's really a Laurie Strode Michael movie versus what uh, John Carpenter's was. Uh, yeah, no, totally. I agree with you. I like and it. I was just wanted that you was to hear our that. Halloween rant. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna re-release all of this via, uh, back next next Halloween, and I'm not even gonna record for the whole month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> all right, so let's let's jump back. Let's go back to the horror bandwagon. The name mm-hmm. came from I know Cody. You generally speaking, and we should tell people you guys are a couple. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we are a gay couple. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we have a podcast called The Horror Bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this concept for our podcast all started with kind of the same thing. We I mean, it started a while ago where we once we first started dating and I realized that he wasn't a fan of horror. He didn't like horror movies. He was felt very strongly about that. And it wasn't like I think it was more that you were scared of them. Yeah, well, my my problem was always that um, the the couple horror movies that I had seen, um, and and it was also partially because I was like really obsessed with like paranormal shit when I was younger, and um, and you know I I obsessively read scary stories to tell in the dark, which gave me nightmares for many years. <laughs> you know, I, I have like lasting trauma to this yeah. day from those books. Um, I, I think it was just because like it, it stuck with me after everything was done mm. and uh i like that was all well and good until i was like in my early 20s living alone <laughs> and there were just too many closets and windows and doors to like to to make me really be able to sleep well at night when i was home alone so uh, you know i i like dipped my feet into it a couple of times throughout my teenage years and and when i was in college and every time i like ended up regretting it the the story we tell on the podcast and i can just say for the listeners who might not have heard it that is that when i was a, a sophomore we watched paranormal activity one and two in my dorm for like we my dorm you had to earn like special activity credits or something it was it was some like special system so you got a, a housing contract each year but we uh, they were showing paranormal activity one and two and i was like you know i was 19 and i and i was like i can handle this i'm you know <laughs> not a kid anymore uh and so i watched the movies like they did freak me out uh a lot and then that night i went to bed and i remember waking up at like two in the morning and my roommate uh, my roommate and I had bunk beds in our dorm room that year. And he was on the lower bunk. I was on the upper bunk. And I just wake up at two in the morning to hear 
like demonic chanting coming <laughs> from the bunk underneath me. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, it's pitch black. And I'm like, what? What the fuck do I do? Am I about to die? You thought <laughs> it was over. Down, if you got up, I you were risking. You were risking it all just to get up. Yeah, seriously. I, I and this is how I feel like if I was in as much as I feel like I would I would be a survivor. I think I would die if I was in a horror movie because uh, <laughs> what I did was put my headphones back in and listen to music so loud I couldn't hear it and just fell asleep that no. way. No. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And, uh, and and the next day. <laughs> It was really stupid. Um, my I confronted my roommate about it. I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was terrifying. He was like, oh, well, I listened to a lot of Swedish death metal, and I was probably just singing along to it in my sleep. <laughs> That's the excuse that he used. But from that, from that moment on, no more scary movies. I just, I wasn't going to do it until we started dating. And, uh, and, and so at some point, Sergio was like, you have to watch horror movies. We started with Scream. We did start with like on our own. We started on our own and, you know, just watched them just because, you know, we wanted to watch movies together. Right. Which was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were so far so good. But he was very vocal about a lot. Like he had a lot of opinions about these movies. Yeah. And that's how (laughs) how he Uh, coped. Like negative opinions? No, he was negative. I just I I. you like to kind of dissect the deaths mostly. It's like, okay, this is not realistic. Yeah. You wouldn't do this. So his coping mechanism for the most part, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is to break apart these movies in order to have them not be as scary. Yeah. If if I can just be like, well, you know, if this were happening, I wouldn't be doing that. That's kind of dumb. Like, I'm very much still like, <laughs> no, don't go into the basement person. Okay. So, so I like doing that uh, would help me not be so scared of the movies after the movie was over. But at some point, uh, Sergio was like, we need to just like start recording us having these conversations. We would go on rants and arguments because I love horror movies and I'm always like, okay, you're not getting it. You need to like, you're not getting think it. Of the, you're not getting it. You have to think about it this way. And it was like, <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. So we would just go on and on about this stuff. And eventually we created the horror bandwagon for me. I was like, oh, this seems like a funny title because it's kind of like jumping on the bandwagon, having that's the goal of the podcast is for him to eventually love horror movies down right. the line, uh, which is always fun because people have like mentioned be like, oh, my God, Cody has come a long way since the, the first episode. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, think about it this way, guys. <laughs> The first one of the movies that we watched was Unfriended. I'm sure there's a split, meaning like some horror lovers won't see that Unfriended is the scariest movie ever. But Cody could not go through with it. He stopped. There was a moment where he's like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Turn it off. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. That was the one movie. And oddly enough, we watched all of Host, the movie Host. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'll say that like host only we got through the movie because it was so short that like <laughs> by the time I got to the point where I was like this this needs to stop we can't do this anymore the movie was over <laughs> host is pretty Which short is, that's that's not trying to be shady host was terrifying and it was pretty well done um, I don't know what it was like I feel like even if we watched unfriended today I, I wouldn't be as affected by it mm, it's we'll just see. like it got it, it got too real for me at some point. So I was like, you know what? I'm 
I'm pulling the plug. So before you were 19, did you watch any horror movies? Or that was your first one, Paranormal Activities 1 and 2 were your first? I had I had watched a couple. Didn't you say you watched The Nun at some point? I did not watch The Nun. I watched Jennifer's Body. Oh, um, okay. But, That's like a... Like, yeah, okay. it, so like I... I, I think that at least in my in, in my brain, horror was so monolithic. It was just like scary and yeah. not fun. And one of the things that I've learned as we go through is that uh, it, there can be scary and fun together in a movie. And and those are the kind of movies that I really enjoy. There are still some that like it's a struggle to get through. Yeah. Um, but but I have definitely evolved a little bit in the way that I view horror as a genre uh, of cinema. Mm-hmm. So how many episodes have you guys done? Or I guess so you're not podcasting now. You're just doing the YouTube channel. No, we're still we're still doing podcasting. So we just are going to be releasing uh, episodes in March. OK, so we're just we're kind of juggling the YouTube channel, which is picking up, which we're very, very um, like proud and lucky that it's happening um but we're also doing the podcast as well so so far i believe we've done and it seems like we've done like a lot but it's only 52 episodes that we've had out um which most of them are pretty hefty they're like maybe like two hours or so Mm -hmm. well you guys made it because they say once you make it to 50 then you keep going most podcasts don't make it to 50 episodes so congratulations hell yeah all right. And you have thank what, you, like a thousand? How many subscribers do you have on YouTube? Like a thousand? Over a thousand? We're, yeah, we're at like 1,130 or something like that. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're very happy about that. That's definitely been a lot of fun to do. And it's kind of a different platform. It's very weird because we do have some crossover from the listeners from the podcast into YouTube. Uh, but then we do have like a bunch of new people that we, see from the youtube channel okay. that's kind of how we have like these like two different audiences right. at the same time that's what i I never knew if like um like i think we probably i don't think we're on youtube I, I don't put it on youtube so i assume we're not on youtube mm-hmm. but i didn't know if there was a different audience that that we could capture by doing that because i've like uh i listen to, like tom segura i don't know if you're do you guys like stand-up comedy we we do. I don't, I don't think I've seen Tom Segura. Before. Okay, so like Tom Segura and uh, Burt Kreischer and mm-hmm. um, like so they're all like Rogans. Like I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. So he's like his whole little circle. That's his people. And they're like, oh, if you have a podcast, yeah. you have to do video. And I'm like, God, that sounds like such a fucking undertaking. It is. And then yeah. I gotta like do my hair. Like look at this. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> and this is how it falls. I can't. I, what am I supposed to do with all this? That looks like your setup seems pretty. Then you can honestly still upload this up to YouTube, and you'll probably get like a good amount of, of viewers. The right? problem like is I, like yeah. Seth sits here and Jess sits over here, so I don't know how we would have like. There's no way we could all be on one camera. I think would be the problem. That's that's another thing. Yeah, your original setup, you would have to have two different setups. You would have to do like a YouTube setup and then a podcast setup, and that that can that can be worked. That sounds like a lot and of work, Sergio. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we even we we have a different video setup than the uh, podcasting setup that we used to use. We used to sit across from each other. Okay, when we were podcasting, and now we sit next to each other to do the videos. But you know, our YouTube channel is also very different in format from the podcast itself because mm-hmm. we'll we'll do like reviews of movies. We're starting to do some um, some reactions to movies as well. 
but it's not the same structure that we get on the podcast where we have the the um bloody appetizers yeah we have like different segments in our show right um, where we have like maybe just like our um details behind the scenes stuff our plot we talk about the plot and then kind of like our ratings uh which is yeah it's a, it's a whole different structure so getting into like finding out that's a whole different thing it's like what do you want to do for the youtube channel like that's uh, you kind of have to plan that out too right so, uh Luckily, we're and see, that's why we're like taking breaks from like YouTube and then taking a break from podcasts because we kind of want to give out still quality content. Right. Us. Well, I can tell you, uh, Cody, you almost fucking killed me the other day because I was watching your guys's um, reaction video to Texas Chainsaw Massacre while I was yeah. running on our treadmill down here in our workout room. Uh-huh. And um, I forget which part it was, but something happened and you like screamed at the top of your lungs, <laughs> which I had my in-ear monitors in because I'm running oh, on the no. treadmill watching you guys on my iPhone while I'm running on the treadmill. You scream. So it like scares the shit out of me and I like step <gasps> off the side of the treadmill. So then I'm like fucking pirate peg legging trying no. to get back on the show. I had to turn it off. I'm sorry. I was like, motherfucker. No. Oh my God. I'm so, we're so sorry. <laughs> That's see, that's the fun thing about YouTube is that you can see our like that was our very very first time. We're like we're not even kidding. That's our very first time. Whenever we watch those movies for the for the yeah. YouTube channel, it's like legit like our first times. Yeah. Um. You so, almost died, man. You almost killed me. <laughs> we're sorry. Don't we be sorry. Apologize for 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 the past. Um. But <laughs> I do remember rewatching that the because I I edit the the videos and when I was rewatching it, I was like. Oh shit, we are loud. We are, we gotta like, <laughs> let me turn that down. That was like me turning it down. Dude, that was fun, <laughs> honestly, because, and I had already seen the movie, so I knew what was coming, but I just was like, woo. <laughs> okay. I did finish it though. You guys did. So that was your first reaction video you had done? No, no, no. That was our first uh, watch of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Like, we've never, we haven't seen it. We usually try our best to not see any of the movies prior or shows because we did do reactions to the Chucky TV series. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I have not watched that yet. It's, it's good. So good. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. Did you guys like the movies or I feel like with the Chucky fandom, like there's like diehards, there's people like it's a weird fandom. Like it's not like um let's just take Scream for instance. I don't feel like anybody thinks Scream is just okay. Like you got your diehards like me that'll like fight you over Scream and then you've got like, and for the record, I can't really fight anybody. Like I would get (laughs) shit kicked out of me for the record, but I would bite, I'd bite them. I'd bite the (laughs) shit out of somebody. They'd know I was there. Um, But then you got people that like, Tawny from Two Chicks in a horror flick that are like, ah, I missed the boat on it. I don't get it. Like, I don't, not to say she didn't get it, but she's like, I don't understand why you like it's, it. So it's much. people who kind of like miss that, that train a little bit, that didn't, yeah. didn't get on it as others were already like falling in love with it for so long. Exactly. But I feel like the yeah. Chucky franchise is like, you got your people that love it. You got your people like me that are like, yeah, it's fun to watch. Then you got your people that are like, that's stupid. Like, it's like a weird franchise to where, oh, yeah. It's like all over to- the spectrum. I do have to admit, I do think it's consistent within its like plot lines. Like mm-hmm. you could still watch Child's Play one all the way towards the series and it'll all make sense in one cohesive plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what I do give it credit for. I mean, I grew up with Child's Play and all those movies, so I personally love it. Even even the really shitty one uh- <laughs> that everyone's like, Yeah, this fucking movie sucks. Like, yeah, yeah but I 
I appreciate it. I'll still watch it when when we have to rewatch things. Yeah. But with Cody, like he's still he all these movies are very recent to him. Within mm-hmm. like the last two years, he has been watching all these franchises. And okay. I want to say that you're a fan. Are you a fan of yeah. Charles Play? Yeah, I am. Oh, I don't know if I'm not buying that, Cody. You gotta <laughs> sell me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, am. I, Come on, sell me on <laughs> well, it. Make so me believe I'm not, it. Like, I'm not I'm probably not as big of a fan as you are, which isn't to say that I that I dislike it. I think you're more on the it's fun. It's like it, a yeah, fun it's, movie. It's a fun watch. I um a, a, anything with Jennifer Tilly in it. I love mm. she's we love amazing. Jennifer Tilly. We do love Jennifer mm-hmm. Tilly. Um, I you know, I I think it was just it, it wasn't something that like particularly scared me. Mm hmm. Um, having like it, it, it just doesn't like it doesn't get under my skin like some of the other stuff does. And but I, I, I love the campiness of it. I really enjoy, uh, especially some of the later movies. They're they're just they're fun to watch. And the series, I think, really put it, you know, put it past the finish line for me because the Chucky series is so good. Okay, that I feel like I have a a newfound love for the Child's Play franchise as a whole. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to watch. Um, I think if because I'm going to watch it, but I think I need mm-hmm. to start at the beginning and like because re- I haven't. I know when Bride of Chucky came out because that was in the whole slasher craze era. There, yeah, but like I know I went and I watched everything up to it, and I love Bride of Chucky. But then I think after that, wasn't there like Bride of Chucky, Son or Seed of Chucky, Cult of Seed Chucky? Um. I think there's another one maybe, but like I kind of there was Curse of Chucky and then Cult of Chucky. Yes, that's it. I kind of got out of it. I think I need to go back and rewatch them before I do the TV series. But did you guys like the reboot they tried to do a few years ago? Okay, listen, uh, guys, is this a hot take? No, it's not a hot take. It's just like it's. Uh, I was a different Sergio back then. I was. <laughs> I, I was gung ho about it. I was like, "Give it a chance, guys." No, we're going to we're going to watch this, and we're gonna I'm gonna love it. It's yeah. gonna be fucking amazing, right? I was like, I couldn't mm-hmm. wait. Till this that is movie before dropped. you saw it. You were acting like this before, before. Okay, all right. Before I saw it, everybody was like, "This is trash." You're saying Chucky, like, yeah, well, fuck, of course it's not Chucky. So. <laughs> Um, saw it. Also, like Aubrey Plaza went on so many interviews, and she was like, "I don't fucking love horror movies. I hate this genre. Uh, whatever. I mean, I guess I'm in this movie." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, this is not making me feel good about watching this movie." Oh no! Uh, but also, that's just Aubrey Plaza being Aubrey Plaza. Um, well, it was so, like, what's the uh, not? I'm sorry, I butted in there. But no. the the chick from the uh, is it Mara Rooney, the one that did the remake of Friday? Uh, yeah, Mara Rooney she, did, and, and the she remake. like went on all these press tours to talk about how shitty the movie was before it yeah. came out. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? I know, but you know what? She she was transparent. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I completely love this movie. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the the reboot, I did. <sighs> I don't I don't think I I liked it as much as I wanted it to. Mm. Like I honestly haven't seen it since it we went to go yep, see it in we theaters. We saw it in theaters. And that was and the that last was and you time. left disappointed. I did. I think I I think I did leave disappointed. Um what did you feel? Do you liked it? Yeah, it was okay. I You jumped once. I did I jump, remember I he did audibly audibly said <laughs> ah. Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Chucky ah. jumped at a, at some point. <laughs> Dude, that is hilarious. That, that's funny because I kind of did the same thing with Scream 5, 5 Cream, Scream 2022, 20, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. I just got like yeah. 70,000 names. 
because I went on like a, a full-fledged freaking podcast press tour about how this is going to be the best scream ever. It's going to be my favorite. It's going to revitalize oh. the genre. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my favorite scream to date. It's going to it's going to go over over the over and above the first one like cuz I'm a humongous ready or not fan. I love the radio silence yes. guys. Mm-hmm. We are too. We love Samara it. Weaving is my gal. <laughs> She's not in Scream 5 or 5 Cream or Scream 2022 of course, but I'm like this is going to be the one. So Abby, my wife, her name's Abby. So we go to the movies opening night to see Scream and I'm fucking excited and it's all intense and I'm watching it. And we leave and we get in the car and we're driving. And she's like, so what'd you think? Like all excited. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. So I'm like, Ugh. so we go pick up the kids and we go home mm-hmm. and I sleep on it. The next day, Seth and Jess from the HMC come over and we go see the movie again. Cause I was seeing it the next day with them. We record an episode and I went and watched it again and fucking loved it. Like fell in love with it. It was like, it's fucking great. It's everything I wanted it to be. I'm like, I, I put it on a pedestal. Yeah. I think that was our experience, too, That's, though. Is, that is exactly our experience. Because we, <laughs> we watched it for the first time. We were like, what was that? Uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll like it more later. I had yeah. a lot of questions going out of it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm so unsure. But I also wasn't sure about Scream 4. And now oh. I don't. I'm not as on the fence about it as I was back then. So I'm like, maybe this is just a process of Scream movies. Yeah, I, I think the, the the thing that I didn't like about Scream 5, more than most of the rest of it, because I thought it was, I, I thought the movie oh, itself you- was good. The cast was great. I didn't like that, that uh, you know, for all the other Scream movies, I had no idea who the killers were. Yeah. And I called it very early. In, okay. in this one. He and did. I, he said it. <laughs> and I was kind of bummed about that. Like I wanted the movie to prove me wrong. Right. And then they were like, no, we 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 did the obvious one. It here you go. But again, I also kind of again, maybe I'm going on a press tour defending this movie. I kind of feel like that was the point a little bit. Agree. Right? Like that's the thing. And I I that's my feeling for our second watch though. We had a much better experience yeah. also because I think everyone on opening night was felt the same, that they were so unsure that no one reacted to anything. It oh, was yeah. a dead our movie theater was, theater. was silent, silent the whole movie. But Here's my theory watch, on that. I think everybody, because at the heart of scream and God damn it, everybody that listens. They're like, God, Josh and his stupid sayings. I say this all the time <laughs> at the heart of scream. It's a, yes, it's a slasher movie. It's a horror movie. It's a whodunit movie. So I yeah. feel like the entire, time i'm sitting there trying to figure out oh he said this and she looked mm-hmm. at him like that so that's who the killer is but then it's like mm-hmm. 20 seconds later this person does this and they weren't in the room so like with the scream franchise they're so meta and they're so good at their dialogue and saying certain things and referencing other horror movies and like saying off the wall stuff that I, I didn't focus on any of that i just want to know who the killer was i'm like who is it? Which one of these legacy characters is going to die? So I feel like I was so focused yeah. on that. The first wash that I missed, and I said this to Mark from Elm Street, I missed the genius of the movie, which is all of the meta. It's like super meta. All of the callbacks yeah. and and all the stuff that they did. The kills were fantastic in this movie. But yeah. I'm like so focused on who the killer was that I lost sight of that. So like I left like... I don't have to think of that movie, but likely because I wasn't paying attention to all the great parts. I was too focused on trying to be Sherlock Holmes and figure out who the killer was. 
on the uh, yeah on the second I, one I, I didn't have to do that I could like listen to what they're saying and all uh, and all the dialogue and stuff so that that's my take on it I can agree with you on that I yeah. think we did the same excuse me sorry um but our our second watch was more like yeah we were a little bit more relaxed we knew what was coming and we could enjoy it a little bit more and the movie um, theater was so much better our second watch oh, like people were yelling at the screen uh, it was they like, were, like movie theater goodness in the movie yeah it was awesome like everyone was like once sydney like came back at the end everyone started applauding yeah sometimes i do like cringe at that stuff but like this was the moment i was like come on everybody let's all be like in union and like, hang on now. Sam- was the movie theater experience better because you were up telling people what to do? Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I said everybody in, uh, before it started. Everyone is going to fucking love this. All right. Participation is key. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to enjoy it if you fucks don't all get involved. So I've already seen it. I know what's going to happen. Okay. Fuck so yeah. I'm going to stand up when I need you guys to get excited. Is that what you were? Were you in there like a oh, yeah. like a Beethoven conducting? Naturally. That, that's what that's what I do. That's what they hired me for. I'm, I would love to <laughs> attend the movie. I'm excited. But I it was funny because I was sitting next to a bunch of like little kids. I would I, I'm, I'm, maybe they were teenagers or like oh, could see radio art movies. Well, whatever. I went to go see radio art movies when I was younger. Yeah. So um, they were very big. Uh, I think his name is Dylan Minnette. Um, I think his, he was up from 13 yes. Reasons Why. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The de- Officer Judy's uh, son. Yeah, son. Officer were- Judy. Judy. Um, Judy. And during, you know, obviously he takes his shirt off and they were like, like they were fangirling out. Oh my God. They were just like, oh my God. Uh, this is so great. I'm like, oh my God. And I also was just like, damn, you're not going to love this. You're, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad time. And they started squealing when his death came. And that that death is probably one of the, on top of like one of the deaths that stood out for me. Yeah. Which is like so slow, intimate, and that w- that's what made it gruesome to me. I was right. Like, oh, Jesus. The I knife just away. goes through. And like the thing also is that this is the first one Wes Craven didn't direct. And if you remember mm-hmm. all in all of the scream one through four is like when that kill happened, it would cut away. Yeah. It always cut away after a kill versus this one where every one of them, it just lingered on it. And I was seriously. Well, I think that's so. I think that's Different. part of the meta nature of Scream 5, though, is that like so many movies now are so gruesome. It's like, mm-hmm. aren't you entertained? You could, is this what you want? You could, I mean, <laughs> you could even explain away the fact that like they picked the obvious killers this time because the movies, you know, even a, a lot of horror movies that are released now aren't trying to like get you with the killer that you didn't see coming. Usually mm-hmm. it's the killer that you're like, oh yeah, like of course it's these people. They were clearly evil the whole time and it's all about the journey that the characters are going through and just yeah. really like like focusing on the scare right. to the audience. And I think that the movie did that super well. I still don't fuck with the Dewey death. See, I was all for like one of the top one of the core three need to die. Yeah, that is just it just has to happen. I knew that. And I knew that Dewey was going to die. It, it, I, also, spoiler alert for anybody. Sorry, <laughs> but like, oh, yeah, I'll put a disclaimer at the beginning. There's a bunch of spoilers. Yeah. They can get over it. We're like, just like, yeah, we're going like off the rails here with, with spoilers. Um, but I, I knew that Dewey was going to die, but I was not prepared for I guess I wasn't as prepared for it as I thought it was. Was it because yeah. it was so fucking gruesome? Yes. I was it, it was because of that, but also because he didn't 
yes, he was at his wits end. Yes, he, he saved the the leads of this movie for that moment. But also it was in a moment where he was fucking like distracted. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. Really? Like this? We're going to kill him the like The best this? part is that it was Gail that was calling and him. It was Gail. And I love that he gets stabbed in the stomach like he does in Scream 1 and in the back like he does in Scream 3. Because I was and like, let you off the ground by this teenage girl. Well, hey, 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 let's, let's not talk logistics, okay? <laughs> uh, but I'm like, because it's Dewey. Like, Dewey can't die, right? You're like, oh, hey, he got stabbed in the stomach. He'll be fine. Then she stabs him in the back. And I'm like, okay, he'll probably still be fine. And, and then, then just. They, and then they disinter him uh, as they're lifting him off off the ground. And you're, you're, he's he's pretty much done that. I was like, oh, damn, dude. Well, the funny thing is, like, I, I also, I agree with you. I felt like if any of them were going to go, I knew that one of them had to die, right? Like, I. Yeah. And I didn't think because they introduced um, Sydney with kids, I was like, there's no way they're going to kill Sydney. She's got kids, right? Yeah. They're not, they're not going to do that. Maybe Gail, most likely Dewey, because he's down on his luck, et cetera. Um, but yeah, man, when that happened, I like he, they walk down that hallway. They put, he puts them in the fucking elevator. He's like, the head. And I'm like, fuck. And the elevator door shut, and I look over at Abby, and I'm like, Dewey's dead. This is it. And then he walks over there, and it's like, fuck, man. And Cody is the the man for our podcast who would say fucking double tap. Always you have double to tap. fucking double tap. I think in this moment, I think you were good to just like leave. Maybe this would have yeah, been the moment totally, to leave. Totally could have lived. Or, you know, maybe. And here's here's like another just crazy thought. Guns can also kill people from a distance. Mm. Dewey supposedly is a good shot because he is a cop, right? Well, I mean, not if you watch the fucking movies. I don't think he's ever shot oh, anyone. Yeah, no. He's a terrible <laughs> well, shot. I mean, evidence aside, you would think that that you could you could get a headshot from at least like five feet away, far <laughs> enough that the person couldn't just like get up. I just go crazy. I'm like, this is what you did to it. I'm fucking done with you. Bop, 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 bop. But yeah, no, that's not that's not what happened. <laughs> not at all what happened. But the funny thing is Amber later, she shot a chick in the face, right? You know, from 15 feet away and she had great aim. Yeah. I will say Am- wait, it's Amber, right? Amber's the killer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> her reveal was, I, I really liked her reveal. Oh, she, her reveal was great. Where they were like, I'm not the killer and then she just she's like yeah you're right and then just like shoots her right in the head and then pants to her face and she's like welcome to act three i'm like you know what yeah it's a one-liner Dude, I, but I liked i liked amber but, but real quick before we get into amber back to the um the hospital scene one mm-hmm. of the genius things the second watch that i noticed is if you watch um what's his name jack jack quaid that's that actor right the play yeah if you watch his face, because at first he looks afraid. Like the first watch when I noticed, because obviously Dewey shoots the ghost face, whoever's in the ghost face outfit, and they're helping Jack Quaid because that's who the person was attacking. Like you watch his face and he looks afraid. Like he's like, oh, fuck, Dewey just saved my ass, right? But then yeah. knowing who is in the costume <clears throat> and you go back and watch it the second time, when you watch his face, he's actually worried. Like, oh, shit, did he just kill... Amber? Oh, yeah. Which, again, is part of the genius of the movie that you don't catch the first time because the first time you see, he looks afraid because, okay, like he like he just almost died. Yeah. But no, realistically, he's a, he's like looking back concerned because he doesn't know if she just got 
blasted or not. Yeah, I was like, well, I good luck. Hope you can kill Dewey. <laughs> Does Amber not have the worst fucking death next to Dewey in that movie though, with the fire and the? It was deserved. It was very. Deserved. It was definitely like so I awesome. Loved it. It was so fucking awesome. I was actually kind of surprised because that was one of the deaths you were shown in the trailer. And as we were watching it, I like because I, I mean, I, I almost like am counting cards at this point to be like, all right, you know, we we, we haven't seen this scene yet. We haven't seen oh, this scene. Yeah, yeah. I completely right. forgot that that was coming. Because, yeah. you know, I I didn't realize until after she actually caught on fire. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, and when they like. like they like break the glass of her head and she's like, it's fucking hand sanitizer. <laughs> uh, see, we're even quoting it back now. I think it's I think it did its job. It did. I think Scream 5 did its job. Dude, right? I can't I can't wait for it to come out. I'm, as soon Same. as it comes out, I'm going to watch it again. I think it's coming out in VOD soon. I think in March, right? Oh, uh, that'd be beautiful. I'm, I'm going to yeah. have to get the uh, I'm like. Here's the thing, man. I like have all the you can't see them because you're you got the flag, right? You got the yeah. flag and the soundproof shit behind me but um yeah so i got two big bookshelves and a big tv in between them which you guys are on but mm -hmm. on the one side is all dvds dude i have dvds that like i've opened to get the digital fucking code, oh, the code. out of yeah <laughs> never even i don't even know if we have a dvd player but i like to have them and then i get the the video code and type it into uh whatever yes. amazon or whatever and then i i'm so lazy like I'm, i just I go in and stream it I want to start a. I've told you this before. I want to start a Blu-ray collection of. I, I I have it. I think we only have like maybe five Blu-rays. In our, in a couple our, more than that. It but just, we don't have a ton. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I, I give it. I give it up for all these like accounts that just show you all their collection because I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Yeah. I wish this is like your personal blockbuster, but like for me, I just like I. I get lazy and I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to go to Amazon Prime. That's what's funny, it. though, is because like at the heart, like, at my heart, I'm like a minimalist, like where I like don't like a lot of the stuff. But for whatever uh -huh. reason, like movie hor horror movies specifically, other movies I could give a shit less about, but like horror movies, <laughs> like I have to have a copy of it. I don't know why. It's just it's in yeah. books. Books are the same. Like I love reading horror books. Stephen King is one of my favorites. Um I think the guy's a fucking quack, but he and I, I like his his books are fantastic. Yeah. And I got a whole shelf of his books over here, but I'm like, it would be so much easier if I just had like a Kindle or something and had all the books on the Kindle. Oh, yeah, totally. It would be so much easier, but you can't. Yeah, I'm the same way. I would love a library and I, I need to have the physical book um, with me for yes. some reason. I just, I just, I feel like I like it much more. I also, I mean, this, maybe this is weird. I do love. <laughs> I do love new book smell and I do yes. like new like DVD smell. Is makes. there anything better than walking into a Barnes and Noble because you get the book smell and generally mm. they have a Starbucks? Yes. So it's like you get the coffee smell and the new book smell. It's like perfection. It's like it's it's supposed to come come together. Dude, I like walk in. I'm like, I gotta go in the bathroom and wait a minute. Like I'm getting like, I'm getting a little aroused. <laughs> like I better take a sip. Like, stop looking at me. Like I gotta stay away from the kids section. I don't want to get put on a list. Though I don't know if those. I feel like every Barnes and Noble's bathroom is never like the best. Oh yeah, no, I'm just hanging out till my erection oh, goes yeah. down. 
no, I mean, listen, oh, the days where I could just like chill at Barnes and Nobles. There's not a, the Barnes and Nobles near us, really. Mm. Unless you, we want to go into Manhattan, then ugh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I've never been. So you guys are in New Jersey, right? Yes. Yep. So we're from Ohio. We're all, all three of us are in Ohio. We live like uh, midway between Dayton and Columbus, Ohio. So we're pretty rural. I live out in between three cornfields, but um, <laughs> fun. Yeah, I've never been. So I was up in Buffalo once for work. Um, okay. I literally drove up to Buffalo. I got to my hotel because I had a meeting the next day, and Abby was like, "Are you going to go to Niagara Falls?" And I'm like, "No." And she was like, "You're." in buffalo right i was like five minutes from the falls and she's like and you're not going to go to niagara Falls." i'm like no i don't care <laughs> she's like, so I, then i'm sitting i'm like god damn it man so i get in my car and i drive to the falls i take a picture you know a selfie of myself at I the falls it. i go find some cheap wing joint eat dinner go back to the hotel and then i'm, I'm done so I, that's my experience with with new york i've never been to new jersey have but, you been to new york city no 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 never been in new york what? city um I'm trying to think how far it sounds so pretentious of me i was like oh, you've never been to new york city <laughs> yeah, you, what you piece of shit how you piece dare of you shit, like well, josh sorry about that it's completely normal not to go to new york city <laughs> i've never been i would like to go so i can say i went um so i haven't my, been to ohio so i can't say that you've so. never been to ohio no it's the greatest state in the country my man i've, I've been to ohio once a uh, college friend of mine got married. I okay. cannot remember where, but I was I was in Ohio for like half a day. Nice, my, dude. My piece of shit car broke down about 30 minutes from there, and then I had to drive like <laughs> 10 hours back home with the check engine like running the whole time. Uh, Ohio, has, Ohio has everything, man. So up north in Ohio, if you're in like Cleveland, look, I'm selling you guys. You guys are like, you guys are going to move here. Imagine. So, <laughs> Like Cleveland, you're right on the lake, so you got the lake effect, right? Over in mm -hmm. toward Toledo is very close to Michigan, so you got like the Michigander um, feel, the wooded okay. area, etc. Central Ohio is pretty flat, so it's pretty much like you feel like you're in Indiana. Um, if, okay. you, if you've ever been to Indiana, but it's a cornfields, a lot mm -hmm. of bean fields. That's where I live, etc. But the further south you get, then you feel like if you're down in like Hocking Hills, Ohio, or Chillicothe, you feel like you're in Tennessee, kind of. So it's like it's it's uh, it's not. It doesn't feel. I shouldn't say it feels like a mountain, but like if you go to Hocking Hills, you get a cabin up in the hills of of Hocking Hills. That you, honest to God, you feel like you're uh, in a cabin in Ooh. Sevierville or. Um, like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Like Abby, my wife and I, when we go down, we've went down a few times, got cabins down in Hocking Hills, and we felt like we it's secluded. You, it's like it's very hilly, and you feel like mm -hmm. you're in Tennessee. So we're like, why are we driving seven and a half hours to Tennessee when we can drive two hours to Hocking Hills and it feels the same? True. See, See. well, and, and that's the nice thing about New Jersey too, because New Jersey is like, even though it's it's the most population dense state in the country there are still a lot of areas of, of farmland and uh, yeah you know, there's there's a lot of forested areas so like there are there are five or six fairly large cities um you know the the there are a couple cities right outside of the the, the new york metro area okay but there's still like we can drive 30 minutes and get like a really good like rural hike in uh, you know, there's you can drive an hour and go get a nice like cabin in the woods somewhere that that doesn't even feel like New Jersey anymore. It's a very diverse yeah. like state geographically. 
and I would see I am very much a quote unquote city boy. Mm-hmm. So like I've always like I've lived in New York City. I've lived in city esque places. I would I'm I'm not gonna say you're a farm boy, but like I think you're <laughs> no I, I you're in the middle of nowhere boy. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in Pennsylvania in in okay Farmland. so like yep. I, I I've had I've had both. Uh, I, I like I like New Jersey because we're we're within like an hour hour and a half of pretty much anything you would want to do. You could go to the city, yeah. you can go to the beach, you can go, you know, out and stay in the woods somewhere. It, there's there's just so much to do, and it's all so close together. There's really good food of like any kind of any kind of food that you could possibly want. There's probably uh you know there's there's probably a, a good joint somewhere within like a thirty minute drive. Right. That's so. You guys like foodies? Yeah, yeah. we are foodies. We love it. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned wings before, and I was like, "Oh shit, wings! Yeah, that will go great." <laughs> no, no, I'm a big fan of wings. Trust me. The problem is, I, I eat way too many of them. Like, so I travel for work a lot, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? This week I'm gonna be keto, so I'm just gonna eat wings all week. And then I get sick of wings, so I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't want to eat wings anymore. I'm gonna be pescatarian, so I'm just gonna eat fish all week. It just it varies by where I travel for work. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in Florida this week. They've got good fish. I'm going to be a pescatarian. So I'm just getting salads and fish all week. And then I'm over in like Amish country, Indiana, and I'm like, oh, they have great wings over here. Like I think I'm going to be, you know, uh, whatever that is, keto. I'm going to be keto this week, <laughs> right? Like I'm just going to eat wings. So it varies. I'm also a foodie. The problem is I eat way too much food, and it doesn't agree with me. Oh man, yeah. I th- I think we're the same way too. Yeah. I think I think we are too because we just want to experience it all, and yes. we just we just can't. <laughs> That's the problem. And food is so bad anymore. Like the way they make it and the way it's prepared, and it, it still blows my mind. It's asinine that like things that other countries have banned, or they're like this is like unedible like you should not be eating this the u.s we're like yeah we'll be fine we'll just cover it in batter and deep fry it let's fucking do it <laughs> oh yeah i no no i i don't know i don't think i've ever like i can't say i've eaten alligator mm, like, it's good like, I, it's good it's good yeah, it's good, good. <gasps> you ate alligator yeah i mean my mom has like my mom has made turtles before mm. and apparently that's good but i have never i've, I've had never, uh i've had alligator it tastes like um it kind of tastes like chicken honestly yeah it does it's, it kind of tastes like chicken it's, but is it tough it kind of feels like it might be tough it, no it tastes like chicken but it's but it's like flakier like yes. fish almost agreed Whoa. it's like a it's like if a fish were a chicken yeah or a chicken <laughs> were a fish listen i'm i'm very i i'm a very big animal lover Listen, horror movies. I always, I, it's a love hate relationship because the dog is always the the one to go. And That's I the one that gets me, man. Right here, it gets me every hate time. That they're my best friends. Um, <laughs> but uh, an alligator did eat a baby once, and since then I'll be like, you know what? I'm I'm done with you guys. We can eat you. We can just like. <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. We were down at Disney for a work trip, and um, it was a few months. I think six or eight months after the alligator at Disney pulled that ki- mm-hmm. that little boy. Into uh, the water, right? And we were at. Hear it. Yeah, it's terrible. We were at a similar resort, so I'm like, oh my gosh! <sighs> like, so at my Abby, my wife, she's there. She has our daughters, Charlie and Lucy, and I'm like in work meetings, like conference rooms. Like, it's, it's so funny. We like go down to these extravagant resorts, and then I'm in fucking conference rooms all day. Like, yeah. 
But so we go do that, and I'm like texting, like, hey, how are the kids? Hey, how are the kids? Hey, what are you guys doing? And you're not. Like, Please stay at the pool. Don't go out to the lake. And they had like these. Yeah. Um, what are those two man boats you can get in? And then you like paddle them with your feet. Are those paddle oh, boats? Yeah, what paddle boats? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you could rent those. And I'm like, God, I hope. I'm like sitting there like. Oh. Uh, like it might be like oh, I hope they don't get a paddle boat like a fucking crocodile or an alligator is gonna jump up and grab them but it's like anyway long story short I was there over the weekend for a work trip again not at Disney but in Florida and like I'm like looking around the whole time I'm there like I'm about to fucking die by an alligator here and they're like, they're, at, they're they're literally everywhere we ate we ate lunch and we walked out and there's this like ravine off to the side and one of my coworkers is like hey I bet you 40 bucks there's an alligator in there and I'm like I'm from Ohio, right? There's water everywhere here. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. So we yeah. walk over and he like looks and there's this like, like, I don't know. It's probably like that big. So like two feet wide by two feet tall, right? Like mm-hmm. it looks like a rock. And he's like right there. That's an alligator. I'm like, bullshit. So he picks up a handful of rocks, throws them in the vicinity of this, which I thought was a rock or a stone and this fucking alligator, dude jumps in the air, spins around, does a 180, jumps in this water, and is like looking at us. And I'm like, get in the car, we're leaving. Like, no. get in the car. So I'm like, my ass is in the car. He's laughing at me because he's from down there, right? But he's like, it's fine. It's not going to come up here. So I'm like, all right. So I, I get back out of the car, and I'm like watching it, dude. And this alligator's eyes are just like looking at me. It's like floating oh, closer shit. and closer. I'm like, this thing thinks I do the rock, and it's gonna, it's gonna fucking eat me. Like I'm not. <laughs> I have a five and a seven year old. Okay, like I can't, I can't be down here getting eaten by alligators. Okay, like get in the fucking you know. car. We're out of here. But the whole weekend, I was like looking around, like I'm about to fucking die down here. I don't know how people do it. Dude, you guys are legit why those like alligator monster movies are created. You guys are the opening kill. Like you guys, <laughs> <laughs> you guys set yourself up for that one. <laughs> what was that one that we watched where it was uh it was like the alligators in the hurricane that just like came up and the girl was trapped in the house? Oh, that's a fucking great movie. It's um Crawl. Wait, what? Crawl. Yes. Oh yeah. She's stuck Another under the movie. house. That that was like that freaked me out too. No, another I, I really love that movie because the whole time I didn't fucking care about anybody. There's a fucking dog, the little dog, here, <laughs> the little doggo who manages to survive this whole fucking thing. I was like, wow, you really had it. Like you could, this movie could have easily ate that dog up in like the first five minutes. Dude, but well, he makes it, Cody. I gotta know, did you jump when the fucking alligator comes up out of nowhere and eats the dude's arm? I, I'm sure that it's I been did. so long, but you but, probably yeah, it's, did. It's been, yeah. it's been I think it's years. it's her dad, isn't it? Isn't it her dad that he eats his arm off? Yeah, he gets fucked up. Because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's his dad. Mm-hmm. Like eat the eat the dog, leave the dad. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Leave the dad alone. <laughs> <laughs> but that also goes to um, that reminds me of my other favorite animal turned monster movie, um, which is Deep Blue Sea. Mm. Um, I. I grew up with that movie. I used to watch it like my parents bought it on pay-per-view when it came out. And then we I like rented it. It was like it was so good. And it reminded me of that time where I don't know if the listeners remember or if you guys remember. You, have you seen the movie? You've, You've seen it. Yeah, movie, we right? watched it together. There's yeah. one point where she like decides that, oh, like I'm stronger than this shark. So she <laughs> takes off her like swimsuit and like <laughs> like takes off the electricity. Because the, again, these are like sharks that 
have minds and they can communicate with each other and they're and like they're fucking huge drugs. they're huge and they're fucking huge so she like throws the electrical wires in in like the the shark's face and she's like oh that movie is like cheesy beyond belief but i love it <laughs> i am also a big fan of that i would argue and I, this is another hot take i enjoy watching deep blue sea more than any of the jaws movies <gasps> sorry and jaws one's eh, okay let's be honest it's not that great i it's a you can disagree don't feel like you have to don't feel like you have to agree with me please do <laughs> no, no, not no, no. Agree i'm saying like me. i respect it for what it uh, it is i do i do like it it can drag a little yes, bit it's boring points but it had an impact. My mother will not go into it's that the opening ocean scene, to man. this day mm. because she saw Jaws. Yeah. I think you're good. Like, if you watch the opening scene and then turn it off after that, I think you're good. But, I mean, at least for me, the real scary part is uh, is the town officials who are too busy trying to make money to, to not let people die. Because that shit's realistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, They'd be like, wait, what? A girl? Well, she was naked in the water. She probably deserved it. Like, she, she like, asked oh, the shit. shark to eat her. Like, come on, man. Nah, Deep Blue Sea was, was definitely a favorite watch of mine. I will say, like, I've seen Deep Blue Sea more times than I've seen Jaws, if if I'm being honest with it. I mean, Jaws uh, is a little dated. They had more uh, restrictions at the time. I appreciate how they made the movie, and I, I think it's yeah. cool. Um. Uh, when you see pictures from the set and you see like the fake the fake head of the shark and how they yeah. did that like i would have i would i would be terrified f- trying to make that movie right even if i knowing that shark head is fake but still um well also i am afraid of large bodies of water mm. like that is a, a real fear of mine yep. i'm with you um and i also can't swim so what? i'll be fucked let's hang on let's rewind that yeah you can't swim? I can't swim. What happened there? Let's talk through this. Okay, so it all started when um, I was at the YMCA. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> no, true story, true story. This is a true story. I was at the YMCA. I was learning how to how to uh, fish. Like fish? <laughs> be, be a fish. Be a fish. Why were you at the YMCA fishing? <laughs> <laughs> I was at their pool, and for some reason I just couldn't get it like they did the whole like, instructor held my belly while i was like trying to float and like paddle whatever like, your feet and then there was one time where they were like okay we're ready for the deep end and they didn't fucking want to wait for me because they were just <laughs> like no this is a course and i don't want to wait for you anymore so they did a tactic where you would have to stay afloat by your feet and you have to raise your arms up right okay and you just have to float i could not float and so I just kept drowning. And so they're like, no, come on, you can do it. You can do it. I'm like, I'm traumatized. So I just never went back. <laughs> that makes sense. How old were you? Oh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I'm maybe eight. Oh, you're a, you're a bad instructor, man. I was I was very I was young. And it was kind of like one of those pivotal moments in my life. Like one of those moments where like I decide what's gonna happen for the rest of my life. Yeah, that was it. You're um, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not swimming. You can't make nope, me. Not swimming. I'm I'm a, a shallow, shallow king. I will be in the shallow end. Meanwhile, for the rest I'm of my like, way out. Way out. Uh, oh, he loves I swimming. Love to swim. Cody's um, out on the buoy while you're up on the beach just sitting oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But you're also the girl who gets beat like eaten up by the shark. So have fun over there. 
That's well, true. In, in all the movies, they always get the people who are who are like standing in like two feet of water and somehow this 10 foot long shark like rubs past their legs. I'm way out past that. I'm fine. He's Fresh good to go, man. Me. Yeah. The sharks are if, if you had the chance, would you be able to punch a shark in the face? I wouldn't uh, advise mm. it. It's a really good way to like put I your heard fist that you like have right to, into an open I heard that mouth. you have to punch the truck in the face. I think you're supposed to hit him in the nose. Oh, in the nose. I think that that is, <laughs> I, I want to say that that's like an urban legend. Is that urban an urban legend? Urban legend? <laughs> but like, it's, there's not anything special about like hitting their nose. It's just like, you know, mo- most sharks are, you know, the old like, oh, they're more afraid of you than you are of them mm, sort of thing. I'm not buying just that. Like, but like also shark skin is sandpaper. So you're going to like tear up your hand if you try to do that. Mm, that's true. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. You know what was scary? Have you guys have you seen the movie Open Water? Uh, yes, I have. That situation is my nightmare. Yeah, that'd my be rough. Nightmare. There's really no way out of that. Really, you can't. You're just you. You might as well just die. You do like. No, I'm I sorry. Like take it a step further and go to underwater. The one with um Kristen Stewart. Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart. Yeah, because that's really like you're 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 done. That you one scene, you can't swim out of there. Where that monster, where they shown like his full fledged in under yeah. underwater. See that scene was like I I I can't do I can't do it. I'm I, not I, I a huge not sci-fi fan, admittedly. Um, but man, that movie was really good. It remind and yeah. I I do not I'm not a huge Aliens fan at all. And I've we've done episodes mm-hmm. on Alien and Aliens, and I'm just they're just not for me. Which is fine, but like that movie reminded me of like Alien underwater. Like that's what yeah. that movie was to me, and like I found that more terrifying. Like because that, and again, whatever. I'm not a, a, <laughs> a, a space guy, but like, to me, that's realistic. Because like we have no idea what is that far down. That fucking creeps me out, man. Same, yeah, but same. You- I think what with that movie, I do think it's a little underrated. I wish like it would be talked about. It, it also was sad that it came out around like the like early January yeah. COVID time where everything was going crazy. So, but the good thing about that is that like, we put it on one day randomly, and we didn't know what to expect with this movie. And I think that's kind of how you have to go into that movie is not really look up what's it about. Yeah. Uh, just go press play. And I think it'll surprise you. I think it surprised me. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I I absolutely loved that movie. And like the final scene where you just get like that, that's the feeling of like impending doom as you just pan out and see the and see like the 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 like big one. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking creeped me out. No, yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. It was awesome. <laughs> I see. I love sci-fi. So like that was that was it, just the idea that like, yeah, we're just, you know, casually drilling at the bottom of the of the ocean floor. You know, maybe we'll make it wake one of the elder gods and just, you know, have a good time with it. <laughs> so is your so Cody, you said around 19 years old, you got into or you watched uh, Paranormal Activities one and two. Before that, mm-hmm. you weren't really into it. So now having done the podcast for I, mean, I guess how long have you guys been a podcast or a podcast slash YouTube channel? Uh, we're, we're probably almost at, at two we years. reach our one. Yeah, we're almost we're heading now two years, but I think okay. we just did our uh, one year in September this past September. September. Okay. Um, and we've started the YouTube. Our first year actually was in October. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. That's a good time to start, our, huh? 
That's a good time to start. Yeah. So do you have like a top five favorite, Cody? Like your top five favorite horror movies? Um, I In no particular order. I think I could probably... <laughs> Scream is up there. I loved uh, I, I loved the original Scream so much. Um, Your Next was up there. Ready or Not is up there. That was one there. of your favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fun episode to record. I was, I was very... Uh, I was very concerned that I was going to get freaked out by your next because I hate home invasion movies because they yeah. also are too real for me. Sure. Um, but this is where like a badass girl just like decides like, you want fuck you guys. Yeah, it's like, we're gonna, I'm, I'm, like I'm out of nowhere. You're out of like, nowhere. She's like, very all right. much what like I imagine in my brain, I would be like in a home invasion movie. I know for a fact I would not be like, oh, that, no, no, but no, I no. like to think that I would be. I would be the girl who ran out and sliced herself in that thing. That's what I would do. Uh, with the piano <laughs> wire? Yes. What a shitty way to go. I yeah. know. What other movies did all I right, really So you got like? Scream. You're ready next. or not. Ready you're or next. I fucking love ready or not. Um, there were a couple. There were a couple others that I was like, really about. I mean, like the the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Yeah, we, we we did. Um, surprisingly, we did cover Paranormal Activity, the uh, not the Ghost Dimension, but we we saw all of them for the mm-hmm. podcast, and you did pretty well. Except for the first one. The, the, first, yeah, the one, first one he was a Rocky. The first one I still cannot do. <laughs> He's got PTSD um, from the first one. I have like live audio that we placed into the podcast where he was like, <laughs> I fucking hate this. I don't like that. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to quit the podcast at this moment. He's literally doing <laughs> this is where actually, it all went downhill. Yeah, I think another one that I actually really surprisingly liked was Midsummer. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I ended up yeah. really enjoying it. That We didn't cover that one for the podcast, but he, he did then, like it. And then just like pretty much any horror comedy I'm I'm down for. So you like sci-fis and horror comedies, mm-hmm. which I can see with Scream. Your next was a little bit, but Ready or Not's very much a horror, a horror comedy. I like slashers, too. Like yeah, the I, slashers I, I overall. Like, I do like a classic slasher. They're, they're a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. <laughs> um, I'm pretty yeah. much the slasher guy on the HMC. Like Jess and Seth both like um, paranormal stuff. Like Seth's really into, like Insidious, The Conjuring. Jess is like The Shining and more sci-fi type stuff, alien stuff. But um, I'm I'm pretty much the slasher guy. So it's it's funny because we average everything out. So like sh- they'll give their ratings, I'll give mine, and we'll average it out and give like our average rating and like. Mm-hmm. It's so funny where like generally most things end up pretty neutral because none of us like are all in on the same thing. So it kind of works out really because you okay. get a different perspective. There are ones that Cody has rated zero to his to our podcast same repertoire. right here. And I um, I mean, the first one being Saul. you said Saul yep. was a zero. Hang on. Like what? Yep. Yep. It, yep. Wow. <laughs> And I, and and the main reason that it's a zero is that, in at least just in my, it was too much for you. Was, in my view, no. Mm. Well, I'm, I don't think that it was too much for me. It's that like, the movie doesn't hold up, it, and, and I'm not talking the the movie movie itself. I'm saying like the the plot mm-hmm. doesn't really hold up to any scrutiny because it all builds on. Someone's watching somebody else who's watching somebody else who's oh, watching somebody else. He kind of calculated else. it. And and at the end of the day, 
everyone thinks that Jigsaw is is watching them directly. But yes. all it takes is for one person to not do the thing and the whole chain falls apart because Jigsaw is lying half naked on the on the floor of this grimy bathroom. I also and I, I don't believe that he would have just not breathed or coughed. This guy is like a lung cancer patient. And he didn't cough once for eight hours. No, I but don't he took something that made him fall not fall asleep, but like and then just magically wore off just in time for him at to the wake right up time. After, yeah, yeah. No, that's, it was no, perfectly calculated. How... Jigsaw's a genius. And no, the no, thing you have that... to keep in mind, Cody, is that. <laughs> All of that stuff wasn't a perfect timeline. There are fragments of different timelines interwoven in the storyline. So like that we're cutting fast forwarding, we're going back, we're 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 three years ago. Now we're perfectly in in line with what's in happening. Sync by the end. No. I love the Saw movies. <laughs> Seth also hates the Saw movies. He won't watch he said if I picked the Saw movie, he wouldn't watch it. I I think I could talk him into it, but I think you could. I'm trying to talk this one into continuing the soft franchise. Oh too. man, it's James Wan. <laughs> James Wan is a fucking genius, except for *Malignant*. God damn it, that really fucked me. That *Malignant* <gasps> movie, because I was talking shit again. Dude, here's the problem: is I like I like go all in. Like I'm I'm like James Wan. He's coming back to horror. He's giving up Aquaman. He's coming back to horror. It's gonna be fucking great. And then he gives us fucking malignant. I'm like, what is this, James Wan? What are we doing here? We both actually we both liked, liked it. <laughs> we both liked it. Yeah, sorry. I'm even sorry. Though, even though malignant is also one that I and Sergio can attest to this. I called it. Like oh yeah, you knew it was going to be a professor before. Quirrell kind of thing. I I think the the exact words that I used were, "She has a professor Quirrell ass bitch on the back of her fucking head." Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we oh. It was a journey for us because I will say the first half of that movie, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. We were Same. just like, what, what is this movie? But then something hooked us <laughs> by the end of that movie where we were like, oh, oh, oh. And it was like, okay. It, it woke us up a little bit by, by the end of it. Yeah. We didn't get the first half. No. See, the first half, I was still there for it. I'm like, okay, with the little, you had like the little creepy thing with five minutes into it with like its little hands going crazy, but I'm like, yeah, I can forget about that. And then I'm like, okay, we're, we're in James Wan's universe. There's some <laughs> crazy shit happening. I'm here for it. And then it's like, all of a sudden, like, it turns into the Matrix. I'm like, I don't, I don't even <gasps> like. Here's a hot Wait, are you take. talking about the, the, the police station fight scene? But even before or, you get to that, they're like in this underground, which was actually very cool. They're in this underground city that's like underneath. Is oh, it Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Seattle, right? Yeah. Well, and, and that is an actual thing. Which is very cool. I'm here. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's very cool. But then you got like this fucking Matrix like Neo thing in a trench coat jumping around in between. I, I'm like, what the fuck I is going it. on here? I loved it. It was so fucking okay. crazy. I, well, it was so fuck. It was so crazy, and I didn't know what was going on. But it was so good to me. It well, was so. You good. know what? There's a lot of people, and I was very <laughs> surprised because the the circle of people I hang, I communicate with regularly, did mm -hmm. not like it. So I like went in and was like, "This fucking shit show, I hot know. trash piece of shit fucking movie, James <laughs> Wan. What the fuck are you doing? I'm out here talking all this shit, talking about how great this movie's gonna be, and then you give me this hot." heard and then like i get on like instagram or letterbox and people are like oh my god it's revolutionary like james wan's back and i'm like what did i miss well, what I did i miss say, i my, don't think i would go that far i don't but. know my prediction is that 
10 years from now, we're going to look back on that movie and say it's one of those movies that was ahead of its time. It could be. It could be. That, that's just I'm, I'm going on record. Because that's thing, my prediction. Because the thing for me is that I totally get why it won't be for everybody. I like yeah. when when I finished watching this movie, I was like, oh, it's not going to be for everybody. You literally <laughs> need to be like, dude, you either have to like strap yourself into this movie or not. Right. Like it's and but like this was a movie that really divided people were like. I mean, kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre right now. Like, there, everyone's very divided. On, yeah, because that because it goes beyond what it's like. Oh, I didn't really like it. Oh no, it was so good. No, it's more like, well, you don't know what horror movies are about. I'm like, oh Jesus, oh no. <laughs> See, I feel like the the with the, and then Cody, no no disrespect to you whatsoever. I appreciate your pain, but I fucking hate Midsommar. I thought Midsommar was the big. I went on record for like 20 minutes bitching about Midsommar and I've argued and debated with everybody. I don't want to get into that now, but like I I get why you like it. I get that other people really enjoyed it. I, I just, it was like, I, man, I, I don't know. Like without going into a long explanation, I know. <laughs> it like broke my heart how much I hated it because I like want like hereditary is fucking fantastic. Great movie. We we love hereditary. Then yeah. I go into Midsummer and I'm like, what is this? What am I? Why? Why are we doing this? Like, what are we doing here? But nonetheless, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Malignant. I feel like Texas Chainsaw. What I don't understand, and like I did, I also did not like it. I didn't think it was a great movie. I I thought they messed up pretty heavily with it. But I see where you have like that core fan group who really wants people to like this movie and i get where people like yeah you got to take your horror movie brain out of it and just enjoy it for what it is it's a gore fest it's it's this it's that but like there's just so much wrong with that movie versus malignant where i personally just don't like it like i can't go in and dissect what he could have done better to make me like it i just don't think i'm ever gonna like it versus Texas Chainsaw where I could give you like 50 bullet points on what they did <laughs> wrong with the movie, right? Like I don't I, that's yeah. why I think like Malignant and Texas Chainsaw it's a very good comparison you gave because it really is dividing people. Yeah, cuz it's giving more of a great like a kind of like an extra layer of what we're actually talking about, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like it's not about dissecting the movie, it's more of like what do your opinions mean to right. how you take horror movies? Right. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's like take a step back now. Let's, you know, <laughs> and, and then that's where like you get the Twitter rants. Like I, I've been reading some and I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know yeah. that this was happening. Cause I mean, we, again, we can't say that we're the biggest Texas Chainsaw Massacre fans. We like, we, we do. I've seen it. I like the original one. Yeah. I actually really like the, the remake. I thought they were really great movies. Um, so going into this one, I thought I just kind of just sat back and just had fun with it. And you could see that in the reaction. Like we were just like uh, in for the ride. Yeah. But even like looking back on it, the st- story wise. Yeah. It, this could have been like a 30 minute special that like you could have been re- released because there was right. nothing significant about it like with texas chainsaw massacre the original one and even the remake and all the other ones they kind of took you on a journey and this one was very not that you right. know yeah no i totally agree I, and i am i have went on record i am not a uh 74 
Chainsaw fan. I do not like the first movie. I think mm-hmm. it's completely over. I understand. And Mark, Mark from Podcast on Elm Street is probably cringing right now in Canada because he can hear me talking shit about it. But oh my god! <laughs> and oh, they, and spoke to him too about it too. And they sued us once. So fuck those guys. Not Canada, but Texas Chainsaw because we had the fucking Leatherface picture on one of our shirts. Whatever. So maybe Wait, I have a really? little resentment. Yeah, they did. They didn't actually sue us. They were going to sue us if we didn't take our shirt down, which we did because I don't have Damn, that kind of money. Oh my god! Nonetheless. Um, I appreciate all of the blood, sweat, and tears that went into making that first movie, but I just, it, it, I'm sorry, it just doesn't hold up now, and I think it's a little corny. However, yeah. 2003 is one of my favorite horror movies. I think that Texas Chainsaw 2003 is fucking flawless. I think it's a great movie. It does really good everything yeah. right. Um, with this one. Again, I could list off 50 things. We're doing an episode on it here in a couple weeks, so I'm excited about it. Hopefully, I get to go on one of my rants about it, but it's like, <laughs> which is hilarious because when we started this podcast, we were like, because I listened to two or three other horror podcasts when we started this, and I was like, man, people are so negative. Like, we should just go out and talk oh about movies we like <laughs> and like have a good time. And then some of the things we get the most uh, most compliments or clicks on are things that we're ripping to shreds. Or the most, some of the most downloaded episodes we have are ones that we didn't even like. So it's like, that's, yeah, that's, that's usually that's our ours. feedback. Yeah, the, our our best episodes that we're, are the ones that you love and, and he I hates. hate. Mm. Like when we watch the movie Creep. Oh God. <laughs> um, and I say this a lot. Because I loved it. I thought it was so good. I was I was enticed by it. Yeah. I was like, wow, I haven't seen something like this. I haven't found footage. Everyone has done it. I have seen a lot of it. And we were having a really good discussion. And when it came to the ratings, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to give it like an eight or seven. I think this is like <laughs> so good. And then C- Cody's like, yeah, I give it a two. I don't. <laughs> I, I, and then he says, quote for like, quote, I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine never seeing this movie ever again. It's called it's like, Creep. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, really? Um. Oh, who who does it star? Oh shoot! What's his name? He was in the league. Uh. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Creep. I got it written down. I'm gonna watch it. Um. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I know. Creep song. Radiohead. I'm laughing, be, I'm laughing because Sergio just googled creep, and then we were surprised when the song by Radiohead came up as the first suggestion. You're like, what? Mark the Duplass. Fuck. There we go. You're like, what the fuck? Why didn't this movie come up? Let's see. Dude, I don't think I. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's. It's an easy watch, and I liked it. I thought there was there's a point in the movie where it gets creep. I mean, creepy. It's. It's a creep. It's. It's one of those things that kind of crawls under your skin. Ooh, and it's only a hundred or an hour and seventeen minutes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a pretty short movie. It's a short movie. It's got I, a I'd decent be IMDb. To hear your thoughts because I hated it. Yeah, and I don't want to watch. And it. I loved it. I loved. It. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, watch that, it. That was one of the one of the one of the few episodes. We really don't have very many that are like this. Where like we stopped recording and Sergio was like. Everyone's oh, going to no. hate you. Well, I was like, wait a minute. Like, there's some people. I literally took to the side. And I think I still have the audio. I was like, hey, just, you know, like, I think there's some people who do like this movie. I, I like, and just like, no, I hate this. Like, uh, okay, we're, 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 we're going with it. We're going. There we're was rolling one with it, dude. That I was like trying to entice him to give a, be- like, uh. a better score. <laughs> and he wouldn't, he wouldn't budge. And you know what? This is why, this is why we have a podcast. <laughs> That's a good thing. You shouldn't budge if that's how you feel about it. We have a bunch we disagree on. Um, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to know that, which ones. Go ahead. You disagree. Uh, but I don't have the list in front. There's a bunch. There's like, like I said, generally, if they really like it, I don't. And if I really like it, they don't. <laughs> like, there's some we've. I, I know that, like, Scream, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, okay. Ready or not. Um, man, I, I feel like Ready or Not is. They didn't like what Ready or Not? They did like Ready. Those are like the oh, highest rated. We I almost have. said Ready or Not. Oh, it's weird. okay. This means you drank a lot of tequila. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm almost like done. Oh my hang on. god. Yeah, hang on one it's second. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the list. I'm sure I have one in the garbage can over here. All right, so we have uh, Scream is our highest rated. With okay. Four point eight three. So we do out of five. I I lobbied for tens and they wouldn't go for it. It's like no, we need to do it out of five. I'm like okay. Okay. So Scream, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Then it's The Ring, Halloween H two O, Ready or Not. Uh, the original Halloween, and then Wrong Turn twenty twenty one. Oh, I need to see that one, the twenty twenty one one. Uh, Scream two, Psycho, Text Chainsaw Massacre. Actually, those are my highest rated. Now that I look at it, <laughs> 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 fuck these other people. Yeah, those are my highest rated. But uh, it it pretty much falls in. I think the Final Girls also falls in there somewhere for us. But uh, I kind of feel like Halloween H two O is another one that people are also split on. Some people think it's the worst of the franchise, and some people love it i, I love it i love it i, I, I think also it's really enjoy it i mean kevin williamson had a, a hand in, in helping to write yeah. it which i mean i'm a big scream scream fan so that that plays into it but so you have not seen wrong turn 2021 no oh my well, you've, gosh you've dude. seen uh, Halloween. we've we, seen wrong turn the original we one we saw the Elijah original Just, wrong Just turn Drew. and i wasn't I wasn't a massive fan of it. It wasn't okay. one of the ones that I hated, hated. But yeah. the wrong turn 2021 is like a different spin. Completely, like a completely different. Here's where I give the viewers, the listeners. I don't know why I said viewers. There's nobody watching. But viewers, us. hello. <laughs> this everyone. is my sixth Miller Lite, Kruby. So here we go. Ooh. It's the last and final, the last and final one. Okay, so wrong turn 21 to 2021. I was never a huge wrong turn fan either. But then I wanted to watch this one, and Abby and I watched it here at the house because you couldn't mm-hmm. go to the movie theaters. And like we're watching it, and I'm not a huge fan of social commentary. And I think if you can do it tastefully, it's 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 good. I think there's some like Texas Chainsaw, for instance, fucking did it terribly in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. The there's first, a moment in our reaction where we're like, oh, here it comes. Yeah, like the first yeah, there five minutes, there's riots, oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram, school shootings. Um, gentrification it was a lot. they were trying to do a lot with it i'm like yeah. what are we doing here can we pick one and tackle it like what <laughs> like did, did nobody call jordan peele like can we like he knows oh how to do gosh. it right but it's like okay sorry anyway um wrong turn 2021 so it's everybody goes into it expecting it to be like wrong turn like it's that's what it's called that's what it's based on you think it's all these cannibals etc but it, mm-hmm. you go into it and it's like this group of young and I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it, but so maybe I shouldn't go into my full fledged wrong. I thought it was so we're watching it, <laughs> and as it progresses, it starts, and I'm like, oh god, this is what we're doing. And then like they're in the hills of West Virginia, so you get like the millennial mm-hmm. kids with all these different backgrounds and um, yeah. experiences, but then you get like the 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 West Virginia down home country people and then like they're all intertwined but then it adds this other element like so you have like today's society right you have every at almost every aspect of today's society and then you get like 
what society was and what people are fighting to keep versus yeah. these, this new group that's coming in trying to change things and and at the end of the day who's to say who's right or wrong right like it's not my yeah. place to decide that but then you get this other group that gets implemented into it and then these other two groups are like fuck like we got like so i don't want to ruin it for you but like just the the way it's written and the way the movie just continues to proceed i thought it was great it's one of my favorite movies i think as i watch it more not to mention they introduced one of my favorite final girls ever um, oh really you gotta watch it seriously we're always a, a big fan for final Girls. yeah we'll, so. we'll put it on the list yeah we we we've been meaning to watch it and I do got to give it props because I do hear that it's like it sounds like it's a very different movie. Than, it is. It uh, really the original is. One for a hundred percent different. The only thing the same is the name. Honestly, that's where I'm like, wow, it has some balls to like really take that name and do something different with like completely different with it. And it seems like it's successful. So we we definitely want to want to watch that. I'm telling you, man, the God, I fucking hate to ruin this for you. I, I'm not going to say anything. After you watch it, let me know and maybe we'll hop on and do another episode. Maybe I can come on your guys' show and we'll do an episode about it. Oh, but, yeah, that'd um, be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin it because I don't want to take... Like, I, when I, I was know, watching I, like, it, it was you. just like... I don't want to take anything away because I don't want to ruin your first experience. If somebody had ruined it for me, I'd be like, ah, fuck, now it doesn't mean as much. So, I mean, we're also very different when it comes to spoilers. I'm 100% fine with it. Cody is is not. He yeah, okay. like, hates I like it. I to find things out as they go. I but- literally was like, for Scream 5, I was on YouTube being like, leaks. I was on Reddit like, let me know who's the killer. And Cody's right. like, I don't want to hear it. Stop it. <laughs> See that's the, see Cody. You're like my like my wife. She doesn't want any spoilers. She doesn't want to know. I'm the opposite. I'm like the spoiler king. I'll yes. go on and try to find everything except for Scream. Like I didn't want to know anything about Scream. Like I, th- it was so near and dear to my heart that like I was like, yeah. I don't want to know anything about it. Like I just want to go into it completely blind. Oh, one criticism about Scream, and that's more for the trailer, is I really did wish that they did not include the reveal of Stumacher's house mm. um, because that scene where like it pans out where yeah. Sam is on the phone because in the movie it definitely seems like it was supposed to be a big reveal like, reveal, like yeah. a surprise right like, oh my god it's Stumacher's house yeah, that, that trailer gave too much stuff away but also they were they were uh, taking pictures in front of Stumacher's house like probably months before well that's what i was gonna say is i think they get because they did so well not giving anything away up until that first trailer came out but if you followed anybody on instagram or twitter like you knew they were filming at Stu's house like all that was already revealed so i think that's why they gave it away but one thing i think they did really well with was that opening scene because with Jenna Ortega, who I think is fucking fantastic, yes, we love her. Have you seen I this see her X so many movie? More things. Have you seen this preview or this uh, this X movie that's coming out? I'm so excited, dude! I, I think wait. it's gonna, and I love Britney Snow too, so I think it's gonna be fucking great. We do too. Oh my god! Did you see her in um? What's what's that movie? Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hairspray. It's a great movie. No, the movie that I always forget. Prom night. Uh, would you dare? Oh well, Prime Nights. Truth one, or dare? Like, would you? No, it's would no, you no, rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? I Dude, like that one. My wife was pregnant with our daughter Lucy, and my buddy Cody and I uh, watched that movie. And Abby hung out and was watching it with us. 
Mm-hmm. That really made it sound like she wasn't invited now that I think about it. Uh, hey, let me go back. Abby, Cody, and I were watching. <laughs> <laughs> she was there from the get-go. Would you rather? And she was pregnant. And she, like it's the scene with the eyeball, right? And she's like, mm. I can't I can't watch this. I'm going to get sick. And mm. I'm like, oh, you are not. Like, Abby loves horror movies just like I do. She's like, no, like I'm going to get sick. We've turned this <sighs> off. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. So she's like, gets up and goes to the bathroom and is pukes. And we're like, stop it. All right, we should probably turn this off. Like, <laughs> so yeah, no, it made her like physically sick to her stomach. I mean, it, it is pretty tense. I mean, she's also like pregnant. She was pregnant. So I totally completely understand. No, she's pregnant all the time. We just keep her that way. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. She was only pregnant at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's tough. My God. She enjoys um, it. But Cody, so Cody hasn't seen it, but I'm Cody not. is also not he doesn't like gore like mm. he hates it and again i hate i hate like plugging ourselves so much but like in our youtube reaction you could definitely see cody like wincing he doesn't like to look at the screen and yeah. me i'm like i don't mind it if it's done really well i love it right. um so that movie i would have to kind of spoil things so that way he knows oh no i also do love your natural reaction yeah i, I don't know i just i can't do it <laughs> and it's, and well, and that's the main reason. Like, I don't want to watch the other Saw movies. I want you to watch uh, Hatchet too. But I that's fucking also, love Hatchet movies. I saw. I think I, I. I don't think I saw the one that's just called Victor Crowley. It's 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 you got to go into it with. And here I saw like all these fucking people defending the new Texas Chainsaw. You got to go into it just knowing what it is. <laughs> Like I, I think for the majority of those films, you do have to go like that. Yeah, that's um, all it is. But man, when they introduced Daniel Harris into that franchise, it was like, yes, yes, that's another, that's another one. Like she is so good. I love seeing her in things. That's why I'm rooting for Jenna Ortega to be another one of our like scream queens. Like, yeah, I, she's doing so well in horror esque movies, um, and hopefully, like she's. Uh, She'll get like an award of some sorts because I honestly thought Tony Collette should have got some sort of award for her performance in Hereditary because oh, it was yeah. so good. She was so committed in that movie, Fantastic. and that is another movie that Cody surprisingly like. He screamed at the, <laughs> at, at the TV. His heart was pounding. I could feel the tension in his body. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, oh god. But we made it through the whole movie. We made it through the whole movie, and he saw it. It was a great movie. He liked it. I was like, what? I thought he was going to hate it because he was so scared throughout the movie. Yeah. it's a. I didn't... I Again, I'm not a huge... And I shouldn't say this. I actually don't... Have, there's more A24 movies that I like than I dislike. Yeah. It was honestly the Midsommar thing that did me in for A24. But like uh, Jess from the podcast, she's like, you have to watch Hereditary. And I'm like... Okay, I'll give it a shot. And then everybody's. Were you I, not about watching it before? Was I not about watching it? Like, did I not want to watch it? Like when it was first released, I never saw it. I decided had no desire to see it. Um, I don't know why. I, see, I was in the same boat. I, I I didn't have a desire to see it. But Jess until, was like, "You got to." She's like, "Josh, you have to watch it." And, I'm, and other people in the community were like talking. Mm-hmm. About, I'm like. And I'm one of those that, like, if somebody else likes it, I generally, for whatever reason, I can't help it. It's just my personality. I'm like, fuck that movie. <laughs> like, it ain't, it's not that good. 
Like it can't be that good. <laughs> so Jess is like, no, seriously, you should watch this movie. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. And then I, of course I didn't. And then all of this, people are talking about how great it is. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this movie. So, and again, part of it is because I don't like watching long movies. So like if it's over an hour and a half, it's a two-parter for me. Like I can't do it. Like I just cannot sit there that long. Like this new Batman movie, I'm already not looking forward to go to see it because it's so long. Yeah. Nonetheless, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll sit down. I'll watch an hour of it tonight, and then I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow. So it was like a Friday. I sit down to watch it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is really good. So I'm like watching it, and the next thing I know, I watched the whole fucking movie, and then I am telling other people how great the movie is. So Hereditary was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I really – I just love – it kind of gets you a little bit because it is – it goes – towards one way and then obviously that one scene happens that kind of mm. wakes you up a little bit yeah and then it goes down a different route and you kind of have to stick along with the movie to find out what the fuck is going on yeah um, by the end of it and even by the end of it so much happens in the climax of everything Agreed. So I, I i really liked it and cody is like uh, and again correct me if i'm wrong i don't want to speak for you but you seem to like store uh, movies that are scary but that have a good story behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I like for, for me, the scale is always, it's, it's not, it's not a perfect, like, is this movie good? Zero to 10 for me. It's a, it's a balance between how scary, like it, the, the scary factor will take it down and score for me, but I can, I can stick it out and I'll usually end up really enjoying the movie as long as, the story or the cinematography or like something about it is, is good and still keeps me involved. And that's kind of how hereditary was like, I, uh, the, the scene with Charlie, I just like, I, I couldn't, uh, yeah. it was not good. It like broke me. We had to pause the movie and like <laughs> take a breather for a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> And then, like, well, and then it like it really climaxed also at the end, like as once like Tony Collette. Oh, when Tony Collette was like hidden in the corner. Well, because literally, like, we're sitting, we're sitting here watching this movie, and I'm and I'm like, she's in the fucking corner, isn't she? She's like, I know that she's like up in the ceiling. You just like hear it. You like hear it across. Oh my god! No, I. So good. That was it. Was it was very genuinely scary, but the storytelling. Yeah, it was just it was so good. That movie is awesome. Which honestly, and I've said this before, I think that's why I was so let down with Midsummer. Yes, because Hereditary was so good, and 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 in the community, and I keep talking about the community, like a horror movie (laughs) community is awesome. Let's be honest, like Instagram, like I've I've met so many cool people through the community, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah. If you loved Hereditary, you have to watch Midsummer. So I'm like, okay, like I was I was hesitant to watch Hereditary. Mm -hmm. Loved it, so I'm like, I'm probably gonna love Midsummer also. And then I watch it, and I here's the thing: Felicia and I on our cocktails episode kind of diagnosed my. mental state which i think we figured it out the problem was is abby my wife has never seen hereditary so i talked her into watching midsummer with me and i was like he ari aster made hereditary had tony collette alex wolf this excellent movie this is his follow-up to that and everybody says it's just as good if not better so then we watch midsummer and i'm like i personally this movie is fucking weird and not great (laughs) 
But then I, I talked it up to her without ever having seen it. And then she's sitting there like, fuck, he's an idiot. This movie is terrible. <laughs> so then I'm sitting there like doubling down. Like, yeah, this this is, I don't, I don't know, oh, honey. No. <laughs> so not only did I not like it, it made me look stupid. So I think that Felicia <laughs> figured that out for me, that maybe it was an ego. It was a shot. There was, was a, a lot of pressure, especially while watching it. Yes, because I never seen. It. So I'm sitting there like, oh man, she's not lying. I'm like watching her, like man, she doesn't. Oh, yeah. She doesn't like this. I'm not mm. really enjoying it, but I told her how great it was before even seeing it. So I'm like, oh no, it's a totally different experience. And I mean, I, I, again, we, we, did, we knew that a lot of people loved Mits, Midsummer, or yeah. Midsummer, however mm-hmm. you pronounce it. I think it's properly pronounced Midsummer. We just say midsummer. <laughs> I'm a hillbilly. I sometimes it's midsummer, sometimes it's midsummer. <laughs> summer. Um, I'm just stuttered a little bit, but uh, the people that are around me generally, if I say that piece of shit hot trash movie, they know I'm talking about midsummer, summer. Damn. But I think I, it was. It's definitely a departure from Hereditary. I don't think it would. I don't. Maybe in certain themes they could be like because I. Someone said that. I think. Someone said that Hereditary was like dealing with with death or grief. It's it's and it's Midsommar with grief is, is yeah. like the other end of that. So they kind of go hand in hand, but they're totally two different experiences. Agreed. Totally agreed. What's funny is uh so I, I talk with Chuck from Chuck Goes to the I don't know if you listen to Chuck Goes to the Movies or mm-hmm. not. It's another podcast, but he said that if you go into which makes a lot of sense, because um the Elm Street guys love Midsommar, and I this, I yeah. text him immediately afterward. I'm like, you've got to be joking, dude. This is the movie you suggested <laughs> to me. And like, you should talk to Chuck, because Chuck had the exact same reaction, and then he watched it again with a different uh, lens, basically, because mm-hmm. he was like, you ha-, and I did talk to Chuck about it, and he was like, yeah, he's like, if you go into it, not expecting hereditary but looking at it from its own movie and that it's a um dark comedy he's like it's actually very enjoyable if you look at it from that perspective that hey this isn't a horror movie it's more of a dark comedy and i can kind of see where he's coming from honestly i can i can agree with that yeah i don't think it's relatively i would say 100% horror i think it's a mixture of a lot of different things yeah into it which Kind of, for me, kind of adds to it because I I, I do like how it turns out, and it, it was a trip to like watch. Oh yeah, it was definitely. a journey for us. I keep talking about like journeys during our movie, but hey, that's what we have. They are all a journey. That Abby and I were the same because honestly, we were at a certain point. I'm like, this movie can't get any worse. And then you get to like the oh. thrusting scene where those old ladies are like helping him thrust into the the younger oh gal. And I'm like, it can't get any worse. Like, and then all of a sudden, the people turn into fucking bushes and bears, and it's like, it can get worse. Like, this can get worse. Like, they're they're one upping what I keep saying here. But um, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna give it another shot. But it's I like, think you should give it up because there is an element of hard there. There are some fucking crazy things that happen behind like the scenes with this cult that yeah. they're with. So you do have to kind of pay attention to that. And you as if you're kind of fight with kind of justifying that by the end of the movie, you know. Um, but again, that's it is what it is. <laughs> I love how I get drunk and then all of these cocktail episodes end up with other people um, 
listening to me talk about why I don't like Midsommar and then like me, <laughs> like honestly at the end of it, it tur- it ends up being me talking myself into watching Midsommar again to give it another shake. Like it's like, I'm like, yeah, I know, you know, guys, I didn't really like it, but I really should. I talked to Chuck and Felicia and the, the guys at Elm Street and you guys now. Um, you know what? I That's think what I'm you got to do. Every episode, you have to add a person that convinces you. It's like a petition that we're signing. <laughs> it really point, is. It'll reach critical mass and you'll watch the movie again. I agree. At this point, you guys, like, nobody agrees with me. Like, everybody tells me I'm dumb and I just, you know, I'm, I need to try again. You know, sometimes. See, but with that, it's like a Midsommar inception because then because of this result of us pushing this so far, yeah. you then get the same exact experience of being forced to, oh, shoot. I have to like this movie, but I still don't. So I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing is I really wanted to like it. I feel like I really let myself down. Maybe that's, you know what? I feel like these are all little therapy sessions and we've come around full circle. And the problem is I wanted to like it and I just didn't. So I really, at the end of the day, I let myself down. Well, think about it like Scream 5. We'll, we'll bring it all the way back to the beginning of our Here we go. I think love about this. It like Scream 5. Well, you we got- technically started the, the the movie with or the episode with Halloween. Yeah, but it's not okay, the very okay, beginning. Okay. Uh, anyway. And he didn't like Halloween Kill, so we can't really go back. Anyway. Okay, anyways. Anyway. But like, you know, because that was, you know, the, that was the, we, we all had the same experience with that. We we saw it. We were like, eh, it was, you know, we, we went into it with some preconceived notions about what it was going to be, and it didn't live up to that. And we were disappointed. So, you know, you've got a fresh slate. You can go into it. And but that's different. Just, he liked the Scream franchise. And yeah, in wow. this one, he was unsure. Mm. We're talking like he's not in the room with this. Like, mm. we're a therapist right now. No, go um, ahead. I'm enjoying every second of this. <laughs> <laughs> but with Scream, it's kind of like he kind of knew that he liked it. But then it was revealed, no, I do like it. But with Mitsumar, he knew from the get-go in that experience that he did not like this experience. Yeah, but the, the central point of why that happened is because you were expecting something different than, when, than what the movie provided. Correct. And you, if you give it another shot and you still don't like it, then great. You just didn't like the movie. But maybe you'll come out of it with a different opinion. Who knows? No, this has to happen. We, no matter what, yes. you will like this movie. I have to at this point. Like, I feel like if, if I were to have <laughs> rated, if we had done that movie for an episode, I would have rated it a zero. I hated it that much. I feel like even if I come out of it after a second viewing it, like a two out of five, like that's or a one out of five, like that's still better than where I was at previously. Well, at this point, it's almost becoming so meta that everybody else likes Midsummer. We're like the cult, and you just have to like go along with what we're doing. Yeah, (laughs) just like in Midsummer. I'm I'm realizing that like I need to just take the drug and deal with it at this point. And we can like put you on a on a little throne and and literally cover every square inch there's of definitely your body like with a, flowers. There's definitely a good portion of listeners right now being like, "Don't do it!" Don't do it. <laughs> They're like, "No, that movie sucks." <laughs> no. <laughs> It's sorry, probably guys, also the same group of people that are defending Texas Chainsaw right now, so they just need to quit. <laughs> like they just need to stop. But hey, it's a good time to be a horror lover right now. Is it not? It's fucking great right now. It's so fucking good. I'm eating all of this content up. It's so good. There's something for everybody. Honestly, you got your slasher with the scream, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all these uh, 
revitalizing of those of those franchises but then you've also got you know if you like they said in scream 5 if you like your elevated horror if that's for you there's a ton of that with the a24s yeah we kind of talked about it on our uh i forget which episode it was i think it was hmc and friends and we had a bunch of people on but it was like um because of the way everything is so platformed right now you have your netflix your hulu your paramount plus you have stuff being released in the theaters your hbo maxes like there's just so many opportunities the blumhouse organization like there's so many opportunities for just different types of horror to be released and like they're releasing everything like it's just where horror generally went through generational periods of okay your slashers your 90s uh psychological horror etc now you're getting everything all at once and like what more can you ask for seriously and on top of that i don't know if you're much of a gamer but uh with the games like you have friday 13th game um and then you now have the upcoming texas chainsaw massacre game as well as the evil dead game which i spent $124 $124 on their collector's <laughs> edition because I have, must have it. Um, and uh, all I'm waiting for is now like, a, because I always feel like a Nightmare on Elm Street should be a game. Yeah. Like just imagine just like entering the dream world, like all these movies, there's so much great graphic wise things right. you could do with the video game. So even in the video game uh, platform, you have horror icons that you grew up with right that probably had video games of their own that were all like pixelated like super 80s nintendo games now are like super crazy multiplayer you can play right. with everybody as jason himself uh it's just so cool it's a fun time for sure okay so last last question here because mark and yeah. i got into this elm street has not been uh redone since that terrible 2008 2009 yeah. version right which I don't think Jackie Earl Haley did a terrible job. As, as no. I just think that whole movie wasn't very well thought out. If we've got the new Scream movie, the new Halloween movies, the new Texas Chainsaw movies, who would you guys pick to play Freddy if they redid Elm Street? Ooh. That's a really difficult question. That's so difficult. I know. I threw that on you without asking. I'll give you mine, and then that'll, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, give you guys you. some time. I think you go Richard Brake. Let me look up <laughs> Richard Brake. Oh, come on. <laughs> give me a second. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, Richard Google. Brake. He's Googling real quick. Sorry. Come on, come on. Okay. Oh, the Ice King. Wait, yeah. That, well, like, now nah, he's a Night King, but Night King. Wow. He's in oh. Rob Zombie Sorry. movies. He's a, he's Doomhead from Thirty One. He's also in the Halloween uh, remake in Halloween Two. He's a, one of the um, the paramedics that gets his head cut off with a piece of glass. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. see it. Now I say even you know, like as as the Night King, I think he definitely he's nasty dude he's a nasty dude dude. he's awesome he just did the uh, bingo hell movie he was in that oh yeah Mm -hmm. i haven't i haven't seen it but i saw the trailer that's okay he's a big rob zombie guy but nonetheless i think of course go figure i i pick him but i think richard brake would be a fantastic freddy krueger oh damn did you pick anyone did you know anybody who who could that's such a hard I I almost feel like you have to go for someone who doesn't really have an established career mm. because you I I I feel like you need somebody who we're not going to come in expecting them to do one thing or another. Yeah. 
that you want to let them have the the freedom to be able to make a character that's all their own that's not influenced by you know who other people are expecting them to be that's fair that's a good answer yeah it was so hard and i felt so bad for uh uh jackie earl haley right that was his name yeah uh, I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correct, but I felt so bad for it because he had so much pressure. And I do think that he did a great, like, I, I think he did a decent job. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he looked great, but right. acting wise, I did like his choices. Right. Um, the movie was just not the movie that he should have been attached to. Um, so I, f- I feel bad. And no matter what, there's going to be a lot of people who might like whoever's going to play Freddy and who might not it's it's big shoes to fill as opposed to all our big like six foot six uh people who play Michael and, right because uh, you can put a, you can and, put a mask on right you put the mask on and you're disguised this guy you need to have like an act an actor that's true all right Sergio Freddy. you danced around the question for 36 no! seconds here who is your new Freddy shit who is my new Freddy uh, can I tell you a funny story real quick? I hope you, I hope you buy some more time. So I was fucking okay. with Mark, and I said that I thought Sam Elliott should play Freddy. Sam <laughs> Elliott. And Mark was That's like, a- "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, dude, I could totally see that." And I'm sitting here like, "No, no." <laughs> you, you know who I've actually I, I've I've settled on. I've convinced myself if you're gonna pick a big name actor, yeah. I would go for Andy Serkis because he is he does such good body acting. Oh yeah, he does do a lot of body acting. You can't you can't piggyback on that. You got to come up with your own. No, <laughs> goddamn, this is so hard. Uh, <sighs> okay, you can do it. I have faith in you. Come on, this is such a big question. There's so many people to pick. You only and get you one. Fucking funny about this. Yeah, it's like definitely feel like I've said an actor before where I've been like, this mm-hmm. guy could play Freddy. And now he's like escaping my mind. Um, In your defense, I didn't have one for the show either. I came up with Richard Brake after the fact. So I, I actually am cheating in a way because I already I already knew. So I'm sorry. All right, this is it. I need an actor. Zach okay. Efron, I'm, The Rock. I'm, Who are you going to go with? Kevin Hart? Okay. <laughs> There's actually, I think I may have two actors, but one actor is, and he is going to be, I think he's in the new Batman Okay. Let me just double check. I think he's playing the Riddler. Um, Paul Dano? Paul Dano. You're going to go with Paul Dano as Freddy. I'm going to go with Paul Dano. I don't I hate it. He's I don't a very, it. very good actor. I feel like there's this picture of him with a mustache right now that I'm looking at. If yeah. you go to Google, okay. that he looks pretty serial killer vibes. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm right. I'm going to go with Paul Dano. I don't hate it. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's a bad choice. I think you did a great job. You thought it through. You processed all the uh, <laughs> I processed. possible yeah. selections and you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Hey, I sincerely appreciate you guys hanging out with me for the last two hours. Um, I'm through all my Miller lights. How many how many uh, tequilas did you get down? I mean, I went through this whole thing and it had, I want to say maybe two shots of tequila mm. and there are two different tequilas in there. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> different wow. bottles because I ran out. So I was like, I'll just add it from a different bottle. So that's what I would do. Definitely. Potato, potato, you know, <laughs> and ciders. How many ciders did we get down? 
I, I had two. I was finishing up the uh, the case that I had. Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, you guys want to plug your, your uh, YouTube channel and podcast real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, firstly, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, this is this so much fun. Such a pleasure. We were so honored to see you got see you um reach out to us and we were more than happy to to come on um if you guys like what you hear um or not just do it anyways go over <laughs> to the horror bandwagon we have a podcast we have a lot we have like 52 episodes or so that we have already released and we're gonna have a lot more this coming uh for the next coming months we are on season three of our podcasts you can find us anywhere where you get your podcasts you can also go to our website which is www.theharbandwagon.com that's where you can also get some more content uh you can go to our instagram at the horror bandwagon or on twitter at horror bandwagon no the and our youtube channel is also the horror bandwagon just search it all i'm sure you'll google it and it'll all come up uh on there but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening to us and we we had a fun time. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Um, these episodes are always fun. We have no agenda. I never know where it's going to go. Um, so thank you guys. I hope you come on again. If you ever want to come on and talk about a movie, I'd love to come on yours and talk about Wrong Turn 2021 if that's an option. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. I look forward to it. So um, in that case, we're out of here. Bye. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.